you know, so we, we give God praise and we just thank God, yeah, that people are getting well. It's only eternity that will be able to see all the people that we touched. So I tell everybody, please don't wait till you get sick. Don't wait till you can't breathe. Everybody needs to have hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin in their medicine cabinet. Get it. Go on our website, drstellarmd.com. Use promo code DEFIANT. You get 5% off. If you don't get it, if you wait till you get sick, by the time we mail it to you, it might be two or three days, and you'll be going through serious panic. People have ended up in the hospital because they didn't know this information. Share the information with everybody you know. Give them the promo code DEFIANT. It doesn't matter. Even they don't watch this show. So that they can get this thing, keep it in their medicine cabinet. We don't know what else is going to happen. The last time I heard there was a fluoro, they had Florona, they had Delta Crown, they had Omni, Delta, I don't know. They, it looks like they just cook up something at Davos and then create some name and throw it out there and start harassing us. So just make sure, whether it's Fluorocron, Delta Crown, or whatever, Omnicron, they are all sensitive to hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin. Here is the part, here is the thing, right? There are some doctors that are hydroxychloroquine only. There are some other doctors that are ivermectin only. only. Yep. There are other ones that are destinite only. That's not what we do. When we get somebody gets sick, we have a whole cocktail. We give them hydroxychloroquine, ivermectin, budesonide. We give them uh, a Z pack. We give them baby aspirin to stop them from getting blood clots. We give them you know, a steroid to stop the inflammation. We give them so you know something. So it's a whole cocktail. It's not one medicine. And People I always tell me, well, I got sick, and what do I do? What, should I increase my dose? I said no. Go back to the website. Sign up as a, new, uh, a repeat patient and get treated properly. I know you're out there. I can feel you now. I know that you're afraid. You're afraid of us. You're afraid of change. I don't know the future. I didn't come here to tell you how this is going to end. I came here to tell you how it's going to begin. I'm going to hang up this phone. And then I'm going to show these people what you don't want them to see. I'm going to show them a world without you. A world without rules and controls, without borders or boundaries. A world where anything is possible. Where we go from there is a choice I leave to you. My life be like... Spinning and monsoon and grinning is how I obtain Explosive how I came Rolling down the hills cause life's a hassle Encircled by my folly like a moat Surround the castle, stay afloat Catch a second wind, thin is the air I breathe Teary eye, nose running, wipe the snout on my sleeve I'm calling on the savior to be all that I need Please forgive me, my behavior had me lost in life's speed
in Christ's blood The joy of new birth and the pain of growing up The bliss between giving my all and giving up The highs and lows, paths and roads I chose in the cold I froze Trying to ease my woes in this world of sin Clothes too thin to fend, so the God I send Words of help to win And grumbling so deep letters can never express So the sounds of ooh are beneath my breath I check to another edition of the Patriot Party Podcast. I am the Mick, and with me, of course, is, uh, well, obviously the one that's still typing on her phone, my there better half. Phelan. Hello, Patriots. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, it was the last day of school today. My well, life be like, not really, because mm, now, uh, next week, our kid has finals, and our little one still has another week of school, but he was acting like it was the last day of school today. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Anyway. Anywho. And we've got Matt Cody with us. Is he like? He just doesn't have video, but I think he can. If I think if you connect him, I think his audio will connect. Hmm. Try it. See if it works. I got to give him a picture of something. I don't know. What am I supposed to put a dildo I don't know. over that? No. What the? I can't connect him. No. Okay. I don't know. They will need to connect their mic and slash cam before you can add them to the stream. Gotcha. All right, well. He can call in. Hmm. Ooh. Uh. Okay. There we go. So what up, fuckers? Let's see. We got some uh, got some steam coming in here on a Friday. Wicked gnarly. Ooh. Yeah. Before I forget about that, eh, Patriots, of course. That they may take our lives. And of course, the beloved Wolfpack. There you go. I mean, I'm going to get my pup to do that. 
And we'll record them. And we'll record them. Okay. And that'll be your guys' new, ultra new. G. Ross, thank you, sir. Welcome. Okay. And uh, is he going to check out? Come back? What are we talking about? Uh, he's going to try it on, on. He's going to try and connect on his end. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, we'll see. We'll see. Okay. We will see what we will see. Mm -hmm. So, uh, or I'll, we'll figure out how to connect my phone and, and we'll, he'll call in. We well, I've been, um, I'm actually more excited for tomorrow night. Yeah. Yeah. Because I understand, and this is again from an inside source. And then I heard some other things this past week. Mm -hmm. Um, but from what I understand, of the 70 movie theaters or so that fucking everybody went to for 2000 mules. Yeah. Um, everyone was sold out for both shows. I there heard were that. No empty seats yeah. in the house. I heard that it was packed. And from my inside source, thank you for the call cookie there. G Ross and Leo Slayer's bag was up, man. Um, and according to this source, uh, people were asking, begging for a third showing from people who couldn't get into the first two. Well, so they can watch it here tomorrow. If there's that much excitement about it. Yeah. I kind of, um, but I did hear from someone who, who did see it in the theaters. Yeah. And this person told me this is a four times watch movie. Cause it's that. In you depth. can only grab so much information in one shot through the movie. Uh, this person said, and like literally, there's you, you, there's so much information being thrown at you. You have to see this again. Okay. Well, I heard that it's going to be on Rumble next week, so I will save the recording. Like I'll take it off the broadcast, but I'll save the recording so that once it goes up on Rumble, I'll repost it on our channel. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm I'm excited too. Oh yeah, Leo Slayer. Yeah, I heard that too. Just heard that the rally that because they got Trump's got a rally tonight. Yeah, I guess uh, fucking Oz, the old Doctor Oz, you know, fucking Oprah's fucking oh oh we've dirty got, catch sock. We we've got him coming up. So he they he just went up on stage to give his speech, mm -hmm. and they're they're booing him. I don't think Oz is going to get elected. No. Does anybody else agree with me on that yeah, one? Yeah, no. I Oz got a feeling that you guys in Pennsylvania are really fucking pissed off. Had, in fact, um, since we don't have Matt on yet, and I don't know, how do I connect my phone to call him in? We'll we'll figure that out. Um, you might be able to do a Bluetooth. Or this thing here. Yeah, but I got to find the other connection at the end um, to put it in there. Hmm. Okay. No, it's a smaller one. It's a teeny tiny little. That it's a. Oh fuck! I it know. makes it skinnier and smaller. Okay. Bit. Yeah. No, I don't know. Uh, All right. See if you can Bluetooth. It is Bluetooth. This is a Bluetooth capable machine. Okay. Machini. Well, Machini. we'll we'll see if that works. But why don't you then start with Oz? Oh, I know you have this already pulled up, but oh my god! I know. Now you go changing it on me. I know. I'm trying to I'm be sorry. proactive before the show. I know. And then you fuck me. I Thanks. know. No loop. Oh, I just closed that one. You're probably gonna have to send that back to me. Okay. It's I know it's in it's, the downloads. It's still, it's still in the downloads. It's fine. That's right. So Oz is going to be starting there. Yep. I already got it. Look Get, at you. Get out See, of you're here. You're not as dumb as you look. Uh, monkey do what? <laughs> monkey do what? And while you're doing that, I just, um, the first story of the night, because this was just so fucking funny. You remember how we covered uh, the 
um, the the WHCA dinner the other night. Yeah, the White House correspondence. Yeah, 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 yes. right. And Trevor Jones at the beginning, he was like, he was talking about it being a super spreader event, right? Techrich, how you doing, senor? Okay. Uh, remember how he was joking about it being a super spreader event? He's like, what are you guys all thinking? Like for two years, they've, he said, what are we doing? None, did none of you learn anything from the gridiron dinner? Nothing, huh? Um, apparently that was all prophetic. Really? <laughs> yeah. Uh, ABC's Jonathan Carl, who sat at the table next to Kim Kardashian, who arrived at the dinner with more security than the president, went public with a positive test. So did... Uh, VOA's Steve Herman, Secretary Blinken, who sat at the NBC table. Um, and then they also went to, you know, pre-dinner parties, after parties, basically. They, uh, they said they, they went in circles playing a COVID roulette. Um, Blinken attended with Evan Ryan. Wait a minute. The, some of the people that you're talking about here are pretty old. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold if on. If this was like one big orgy, I'm pretty sure no, one no, of those no. hips would have been thrown out. It, it was, it's just a, it was a COVID super spreader event. Apparently. So people are like making out in closets and so, shit to see uh, if they were uh, getting COVID. On Thursday, May 5th, at least a dozen people at CBS tested positive, according to an insider who requested to speak uh, with them on a, on, with this on a condition of anonymity. And this comes from uh, the Pavlovic today. Okay. Um, let's see. Washington Press Corps attended the dinner and got infected with the top news network executives, among other guests. So the Pavlovic today understands that. At the moment of this of writing this article, at least two network executives have tested positive for coronavirus after attending the WHCA dinner. Why are they not saying anything? Why is no one doing the story? Long kiss goodbye to reporting on super spreader when media corporations are in the center of the story. Hey, wait, real quick. If sources familiar with the situation inside the TV network say that they are getting information about who's infected by word of mouth, no one is gathering us. No official note that there's been an outbreak. It should not be like that. All networks should put out a statement and say what they know is that a White House news producer employed on one of the networks. Um so this week, the White House journalists called each other, swapping notes on who's infected. There are lists with the names the Pavlovic today was privy to. Some are big ones in the media industry, but unlike Jonathan Carl and Steve Herman, they did not raise their hands in public. Uh, yeah, one of the methods for discovering the new COVID cases after the WHCA dinner is a shooting schedule. Many media employees did not show up to work after attending the WHCA dinner, and their colleagues had to pull a double shift. Hold on one minute, okay? Because, mm -hmm. oh my God, I cannot believe how obvious this is. Do, hmm. you, do you all not see it? Hmm. Do you not see it? They're giving Biden stop, COVID. He's going to die. Stop, okay. stop. What's Listen. That? Sure. Do you not see it? What? Okay. See what? Obviously, you're just saying, do you not see it? I see the story. I told you, yes. What? What? See what? I, I'm just amazed because normally you think better about this shit than I do. What's that? Okay. So, Fauci doesn't show. No, Fauci. Fauci said he wasn't Please. coming. Yeah, okay. All right. Are you going to keep doing that? Are you going to Probably. Listen? Okay. Fauci didn't go. Kamala didn't go. Fucking. There's a lot of people who didn't go. Mm-hmm. Who was really there? It's really odd that four days before the correspondence dinner, Fauci says, no, I'm not going. He, I know he, mm -hmm. I gotcha. He gave a fucking excuse. Great. Get it. Got it. Good. He said it was going to be a super spreader event. And he was right. 
Okay, go ahead. My point is, it's not. It's been made to be that way. But if it's been made to be that way, how come these guys are the only ones reporting on it and oh, very few people have come public with it? Are you kidding me? There was nothing but liberals there, except for like Peter Ducey and a handful of other Fox employees that have four jabs. But they're trying, apparently trying to keep it quiet. Yeah. Wouldn't you? If all you people are vaccinated and you tested negative, yes, showing up to the same absolutely. building that night, and then everybody got sick. Yes. If you were a liberal, wouldn't you want to keep that quiet? Yes, absolutely. So bit. I don't understand what you seem what you what you mean when you say it was made to be that way. It was made to be what way? It was made to be a super spreader event. Think about it. The, Kamala, the number two, the next person in line for the White House, not there. Pelosi, not there. Uh-huh. Okay. Those, that's two and three right there. Yeah. Four is not there either. So you think they infected them all on purpose? Exactly. Mm. Or they were pumping it through the ventilation system or the water. it was in the water. In the water. That's or possible. in the punch. Mm. What do you think these faggots don't go anywhere and there's not like a little glass with some punch? Can't get some punch, please? Sure. Boom. From okay, a mile maybe. away right in the dick. Maybe. Here's a little punching. Get the fuck out of here. I'll use your, your nuts as a speed bag, baby. All right. Well, um, so anyway, just, so I think that's, that's just funny as hell. Yes. It's hysterical. That's, Actually, I, it's a riot. So I'm not even funny. getting angry about it, yeah. but it's like, holy shit. I can't Ooh, believe they all have COVID. They all have COVID. Mm -hmm. Joe's got COVID. Joe's fucking 97 something years old. You think Joe has COVID? Joe's dead. Um, before 2022. Maybe. Come on, may, okay. Come may, on. Maybe 18 weeks, supposedly from the first death. What up Jay? Long time Jay's no back. See. Jay's laugh. Oh yeah. Way back in the backpack. All right. Um, and then also, well, we'll get to the rest of the, the COVID. Yeah, news let's later, do this first. There's a lot of it, but yeah, let's, let's get to Oz because he is apparently on stage in where is he? Ohio? No. Pennsylvania. No, he's in Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. That's right. He's from oh Ohio. Yeah, he's down at uh whatchamacallit? Uh for this one. Actually, he's from Turkey. You know, he voted in the last Turkish election. What? He voted in the last Turkish election. Mohammed Oz. He's a he's he holds a dual citizenship. He's a Turkish na Turkish national and he he was like a big media thing. He voted in the last Turkish oh, okay. election. All right. All right. Whatever. Anyway, I don't give a shit. Let's see what the fuckers got to say. The medical school in Philadelphia and I saw women who'd had coat hanger events. Mm. I mean, they're really traumatic events that happened when they were younger be before Roe versus Wade. And many of them were harmed for life, emotionally discarding anyway. Right. And listen, I, I'm at a personal level. I, I wouldn't want anyone in my family to have an abortion. I, I told my kids this. I mean, I, I love the, the I love the lives that they're creating so much that I, that I personally wouldn't want it. But I don't want to interfere with everyone else's stuff because it's hard enough to get into life as it is. What I do know as a physician is if you're going to make it a, if the litmus test is the heart's beating, then really make it the heart beating. Mm -hmm. Don't make some surrogate version of it right. when, you know, cells are, you know, or, you know, have an electrical path. That's, that's, that's not what, that's not what the average person thinks. Right. The average person is visiting a little acorn heart beating in there. That's not what's that's going not on what at six weeks. And I think the, 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 the rule that, that most Americans seem to support is if the child was viable outside the womb, then you don't want to kill that child. Mm -hmm. If the child was not going to be able to survive. So he went like full liberal in the breakfast club. Of course he did. Because that is a complete, his audience. That is a complete. 100%. You've got to play to your audience. Wow. Yeah. 
Wow. Oh yeah, no, come on, Oprah's boy. Oprah's boy, right there. Well, he he got he got. Um, Isn't this the same group that uh, Joe was at, and he said, "Well, you ain't black yeah. if you didn't vote for me." Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. Or if you it, voted for Trump. No, well, this was before the election. He said, yeah. "If you if you don't vote for me, you ain't black." Yeah, that is uh, very true. Thank yep. you, Trash Man. Uh, they have to tell us. Yeah, of course they, they do. do. Yep, they it's do. So true. Yes, they do have to tell us. It's it's actually a. Like I, I just satanic uh, ritualistic just thing that. because if they tell us and we do nothing, even if it's through books or movies or you know uh, ridiculous fairy tales or whatever, um, if we they tell us and we do nothing, we're complicit. Yep, and they are therefore absolved of guilt. So yeah. Well, I mean, either way, that's just fucking gross. All right, there's uh, two more Oz clips actually. Um, Stand by. All right, I gotta. Bring one back. Oh, bring the bring the other one back. The the uh, the Delor Dolores Umbridge one. It's Nina Jankowitz actually, but you need to see which one it is. It is. Oh, new disinformation just dropped. Going oh, going up 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 up. I in yep that up above Lozo Alexander. Yeah, that one. Yep, that one. All right. Anyway. <laughs> Yeah, so Oz is about to look so bad at the rally. Uh, this is how Trump does it. You think Trump is going to drop Oz? I don't. I, I don't. I haven't seen any reason for that. I mean, he has. He has he just made knows, some. He knows where he's. He. I think this is kind of telling Trump if it's doing anything for Trump, he's kind of telling Trump, "Hey, this is probably where you're going to lose." Yeah, and it kind of gives him a heads up for the upcoming election. Uh, past that, where he really needs to spend time. Well, and I mean, Trump has previously hinted that he may have made a mistake in endorsing Purdue. That one was a long shot. He he said that, I believe, on the Full Send podcast that, uh, I think it was the Full Send podcast, it might have been a different interview, but basically that Purdue was kind of a... I don't know. A long shot. So, you know, he, he can, or that maybe he should endorse two people. Um, he just doesn't want Kemp. He really doesn't. Well, that's want fine, him. but you don't go out and I know you don't endorse a liberal who's retarded and he can't even make up his mind whether he's going to wear the blue pants or the red pants. Except that I think Trump is once again listening to the wrong people. He's surrounded himself with the wrong people. He's just following, trying to appease the establishment GOP because he's trying to make everybody happy. And instead, he needs to go back to the way he was when he started. If yep. he's going to do anything, first of all, he's got to come clean on some shit and why he's fucking pulling for people. Uh, Lindsay you said, know, if you're asking me, yes, Trump will dump him. Um, thinking about everything that's going on, the whole reason we're running is to stop him from making these really stupid decisions and explain to him, hey, look, dude, there's some people that know some people that you might want to think about listening to. Mm -hmm. Um He's making these retarded decisions from either uh, Lombardo, Purdue, Oz. I mean, I can keep going. The names are long and uh, undistinguished, but they're not grassroots. They're not America. They're not us. No, they're establishment. We do not. We do not conform to that. We won't conform to that. I can't even fucking believe I'm saying this. Do you understand? I used to listen to punk music in the 80s. Like, non-conform non-conformity was like our middle name didn't everybody seriously uh, 
I don't know. I, I just, at I least get, the ones that have a running narrative in their heads. I, I just, this is so ridiculous to me that people are, are, are just, I mean, I guess okay with it to, a, to an extent. We're not even covering up the fact that we're not okay with it. You know, I, I don't know. It blows my mind some days. Well, and, and actually we do have, I do have a clip of someone uh, standing up a bit. I was very proud of this one. Uh, but do do the next. Uh, Vince is in. Oz what up, clip. Vince? Hey, Vince. Uh, do the next Oz clip. Either one. It doesn't matter. Um, it's either that. Which one? It's either that one or the Newsmax one or the one of the the, the two ladies uh, in the far one? right. Yeah, there you go. Hey, I see somebody's here. I'm going to go bring him in. Hmm? Oh, excellent. Uh, let me do. Let me bring him in first. Okay. Fuck it. Hey Matt, can't we can't hear a word you're saying? Can't hear you. No audio. No odd. No audio. No audio. He can hear us though. Change okay. it. I can't hear you at all, man. Yeah, change your. You have to over. change your settings and your microphone back over. Uh, either way, let me go back to this really quick because I want to get this fixed. Yep. Oz, what a chump. He really is. Yeah, he really is. I just, I, I, I understand, you understand our pain folks, especially we got, you know, we got, um, we got folks, you know, I know there's people in the chat on Twitch everywhere else, um, over here on red pill. I know you guys aren't all from the same state. I don't pretend that we have, uh, a local listening audience, um, in Georgia. However, I, I do, I do like to get the word from around the States. And I'm sure you all have been living through the same thing. We've been living through it with Purdue. And obviously the folks in Pennsylvania, I feel the worst for you because you guys have been living through it with freaking old Dr. Oz. And he, from one, he's worse than flip-flop. I mean, you guys might in Pennsylvania, you just need to organize, collect a whole bunch of fucking flip-flops, stick them in a box and send them off because um, that's just the best way to do it. Give it to old Dr. Oz. Let him know, hey, you're just a flip-flop in our state. Fuck out of here. You're doing worse than a dead fish. Um, but, I mean, holy crap. This guy's this guy's ridiculous. Yeah. All right. Well, this is one of his opponents, actually. Um, well, hold on. We're going to bring try and bring Matt back. Okay. Here. Can you hear? Can we hear you now, Matt? We still can't still hear can't you. still can't hear you. I don't know what the heck's going on with that. Uh, let me see. Let me see. I don't know. I don't think his... No, he should be good. I mean, it's fun on our end. I can't control it, so. Yeah. All right. No idea. <laughs> uh, there we go. We do have some other Georgia listeners. Excellent. Does he have like a 13-year-old coming in to help him or something? Do we need to send our son down there? Yeah, you got a teenager, Matt, that can help you out with this? <laughs> there you go. Looks like he might. All right, so, go ahead we'll and go play, back to this. Uh, play, play his opponent. Oz's opponent, that is. Yeah. Uh, they don't look very smart. Just saying. Actually, no, they don't. They do. Uh -huh. We need to walk as free people. We need to remember that the that COVID does not trump the U.S. Constitution. Those are some very key lessons that we should have learned coming out of this. We should have also learned what kind of leadership we really need at this moment. Uh, we lived through two years that felt like literal hell jumped out 
on top of us with Democrats putting their foot on our throats, putting their foot on our businesses, their foot on our economy, their foot on our children. We should have learned a very valuable lesson of what kind of leader we need at this moment. We need people who are going to be fighters. We don't need people who are globalists in the way that they have lived their lives and ran their business. And although I think you're a magnanimous individual, but you and your corporation, McCormick, you are part of the WEF, the World Economic <laughs> Forum. You, as well oh, as you, uh, uh, Oz, uh, they're both part of the World Economic Forum. This is a very serious organization that has uh, an, a, a mindset of pushing globalism and ESG, environmental social governance. Okay, thank you. And we Ms. need to be mindful Thank of you, Ms. Barnett. 15 second quick response, sir, McCormick, Mr. McCormick. Well, listen, I've run, I've, I've run two businesses, wildly successful businesses. I'm not going to apologize for my success. I have done business around the world. It makes me uniquely capable of understanding the global world that we work, that we live in. I've served in the military. I've served in combat. So I know how to deal with the challenges we face. All right. And just like President Trump, that experience is going to make you. me a better senator. Thank but that didn't have anything to do with the world economic Thank form. you. Let's continue on with Mr. Bartos. Let him have a turn to speak. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh man, that girl was just no ripping shit. her She's on up. fire. Damn, she angry. Damn. Whoa. Yeah. Uh Sparky Boy said you didn't answer. You veered off topic. Oh well, Trump trusts uh before he verified. Okay, hold on. Oh, wait, actually, there's a whole different uh there's you a there? whole different conversation going on in here. Can we hear you now, Matt? Nope. We can't hear you at all. I have no idea. I, I know you all can read his lips. He's sitting there going, <laughs> check your, uh, your internal computer microphone settings and see where Mike just needs where that's at. All right. Well, there's, like like there's one more Oz clip from, from the debate there. Okay, um, I'll grab it. and I didn't know Oz was part of the world economic forum. Oh yeah. Oh yes, he is. Of course, he is. I should. Come have, on, he I was should have under known. Oprah. Of course, he was Jesus. under Oprah. Of course, he was. I should have known. I don't even know what you. Were, I don't know even know what you were thinking there. That's that's nutty to me. Makes me laugh, but it's nutty. Okay, who's using the word globe around here? Leo Slayer said, "Keep using the word the world globe." Oh, the the world global. Yeah. Okay. Oh, she dropped that like it was hot. Was yeah. Like, the word global. Yep. Yeah, no shit. It, it's not. It's not going to get him anywhere. That's the funny part. Uh, we're going to try this again. Let's see. Okay. Uh, no. Okay. Can we hear you now? We should have been able to hear you. No. no. We'll be able to hear you the second your mic comes active. I've got, I, I've got, when we do this, I'm just, making ours the biggest screen. Yep. So we'll hear you. If you just start talking, we'll get it. Yeah. All right. Starting this one. This okay. Here one. we go. Should we demand China pay reparations for COVID? Mr. McCormick. Yes, we should demand that China pay reparations for COVID. We lost a million Americans and trillions of dollars of value. And we should also have reparations for fentanyl because the fentanyl is being manufactured in China, that needs to be stopped. And, um, and my credentials on, on fighting China are without question. I have spoken about China 15 years ago about the risk of China. And I'm taking a lot of heat on China here. Mehmet, again, this is a perfect example of the phoniness. Mehmet, if you go to his financial disclosure, he made 
millions of dollars from China, from a deal with USANA, DrOzSleep.com, and, and the Chinese Communist and, Propaganda. Ambassador Sands, the same question. Absolutely. But as a matter of fact, Mehmet Oz, when the pandemic hit, said we have to follow the Chinese Communist Party example. And the Chinese Communist Party is in control of the WHO. They're corrupt and they instituted lockdowns as we know they're still locking their people down. We have to say never again will we free people be locked down or accept mandates. We are citizens of the United States and we have our constitutional rights. Of course, we should ask China, not ask. We should sue in the world court and get reparations Dr. Dr. for our Oz, loss of life both, and economy. Dr. Oz, both candidates, both candidates mentioned your name. You have 30 seconds to respond. You know, China has continually cheated at everything. They embed faculty in our universities. Uh, they're able to bribe some of our companies. Uh, they are able to gain access to our media. They play with our tech companies. Uh, and we have not been serious about the threat they offer. There is no question they owe us reparations. I'd start with the one, uh, well, actually, I'll just start with the debt that we have to them and the, the account imbalance they refuse to acknowledge because they never honor the deals they make. If you hold them accountable, there's that prayer that they might Thank move you. in the right direction. Thank you, Dr. Oz. Ms. Barnett. Yes, Mehmet Oz and McCormick is talking real tough on China. Money is not good or bad, but how you acquire it is up for discussion. And when you're talking, when we were locked down in 2020, uh, all in this together, Mehmet Oz was inking a deal with a manufacturer in China called DrOzSleep.com, made in China. So now he wants to talk tough and bring those jobs back. But when he had the opportunity to find manufacturing here in America, he went over there. McCormick. Uh, uh, he is, you cannot be in Thank bed you. with Thank China financially and not also ideologically. Damn, that, no that girl is shit. killing it. Yeah. Holy crap. All right. Sparky boy, I'm so sorry to hear about your dad. Um, what? Wait and I didn't, what I didn't, happened? I didn't mean to not read your, your whole comment. I just realized that it wasn't uh, what we were speaking about, that it was part of a whole other conversation you guys were having in chat uh, regarding Trump. So... Um, Sparky boy said, uh, basically Trump trusts before he verifies. He said, no one died or was injured from the jab. My dad is in the hospital from the vac, So spare me, uh, your retardation towards Trump. We've talked about that many, many, many times. And Lindsay said, Sparky, I'm so sorry to be here, here about your dad. I don't know what to say about Trump and the shot, but in my opinion, the shot was planned to come out for decades. There's no way they could have made that many shots so quickly unless they were already stockpiled. Again, I'm just trying to figure things out. I'm on your team. You know, we're we're all on your team. And you guys, yeah. you're, you're, you're both right. Here's the thing. And we've talked about this at length. We've um, we've done the research. I've, I've We've done hours and hours and hours on COVID alone and on the vax and where it came from and how it started. And yes, it was developed literally decades ago, it was patented in 2012. Um, when it was initially rolled out, um, I don't think Trump knew what was in it at the time. We do know that the the nasty little extra ingredients were added on February 3rd after Biden took office. Um, the ones before that did still have the mRNA. 30% uh, of them had the, the lethal dose. So, I mean, people still died before Biden came in office. And I think tr Trump's ego has gotten in the way and he's not, he's not able to admit that he was wrong. That's my personal opinion. So, um, well, Sparky, we'll, we'll pay, we'll pray for your dad 
Um, yeah, let us know if there's anything we can I, do to help. Uh, honestly, I'm I'm going to be in the same situation really soon. I'm I've been watching my dad deteriorate after the jab, and I'm pretty sure he's going to go get another. <laughs> oh, there he is. Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you now. Look at well, that. I don't know what I finally hit. Um, <laughs> I swear, I'm about as technologically savvy as Joe Biden is good at foreign and domestic policy. Oh, shit. <laughs> That's a very good point. Well, I can understand that. Um, I've been told I'm not allowed to touch things ever, but I usually just just kill them by touching them. So, you know, that happens. Funny. Joe Biden's probably been told that a lot, and he doesn't bother to listen. <laughs> Listen or do anything about it that looks like he might be doing something about it. Yeah. No, of course, Joe Biden. Hey, first of all, thanks for having me on. Thanks for your patience. Um, yeah, absolutely. First of all, this app made me update stuff, and maybe I just haven't used it in a while. Uh, Matt, why don't you introduce yourself? Because we yeah. have a lot of new listeners. We've changed the whole format of the show since the last time you were on. Um, so, uh, yeah, go, we're go all, ahead. uh, we're all updated and whatnot. We started now we're live streaming right now. You're live. You yeah. About we're on like five or six different platforms. Three, you probably have 350 people on right now. So you guys are awesome. First of all, thank you for having me on. My name is Matt Cody. I'm the president and founder of oil and gas workers association. So wait, you want me to tell you cool, cool oh, stuff yeah. about me? Oh yeah. I'm yeah. A Raider. Um, I love America. I'm not Dr. Oz. <laughs> <laughs> I'm down in Texas, not in Pennsylvania. And uh, I, I'm going to guess you like to shoot shit. How'd you get That's very stereotypical. Yes, I was, I was being very racist. Very racist. How dare me? It's because I'm white, isn't it? It's okay. <laughs> uh, hey. nah, it's more about your flag back there, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's we, the only real republic we, left in the union, even though you're not re a real republic anymore. But yeah, little things. We uh we celebrated mixed Mexican heritage last night, so you know. Arriba, that Latino, <laughs> Latino blood, yeah, So he, it's he's so ridiculous. You know, we celebrated here too. Like we, we appreciate yeah. everybody who's here. We celebrate. No, me March seventeenth, right? Yep, that's our favorite day of the year. That's uh, of course it is. I'm I'm yeah. never really yeah. sitting on March 17th except for early in the morning and then into the day and then as soon as the parade's over I'm normally yeah. side. Everybody's, everybody's favorite day of course is July 4th and that's our independence day. Man, yeah. let me tell you what this Biden administration is trying to give our country away. Yeah. Well, I, I named this episode "O Biden 1984" because, of course, we know Obama's running the show, right? And it, we we seem to get more Orwellian as the days go on. Like it's like someone in the it's it. Okay, uh, when I remember when I used to work for Hilton. Yep. Right. So um, I, I actually ran the well. I was the the revenue manager for the a double tree and a Hilton garden. And it was run side by side. Sure. And my, my boss had this wacko idea to have everybody read the same book. It was called follow your cheese. Okay. It was the cheesiest freaking book. I still remember it. I remember everything, but it was, it was decent, but like everybody in the entire hotel had to read in both hotels had to read this one book. I feel like the administration has done that with the book 1984. Like, okay. Someone discovered it and they were like, oh my God, here's our game plan. Everybody in the executive branch needs to read 1984 right now because this is where we're going. No. And then they all take parts of it and no. they're like, hey, let's try this. Let's do that. First of all, 
you both are wrong because <laughs> there is no way that they are at a 12th grade reading level or higher. <laughs> I, our high school freshman read Stop. it this year. He Stop. literally read it in school this year. And he was like, am I, am I reading uh, the, uh, about what's going on right now? Okay. okay. So stop. You know, and that's one of the reasons that those um, who uh, dismiss um, and outright deny the existence of the Holocaust work so hard to erase it from history and other um, historical facts is because nobody will see the second Holocaust coming if they don't know the first one happened. Yeah, exactly. However, the second part of that is there is no way that there is any other book in the White House other than Green Eggs and Ham. I'm sorry. There's just no <laughs> way. It's my favorite. I will read it in a box. I will read it with a fox. I will read it in a house. I will read it with a mouse. mouse. I will read it here and there. Yeah. I will read it anywhere. Any fucking where. I started adding my own verbiage oh, to it. Oh, God. I like green eggs and ham, Mick. I like them. Yeah. I like them green eggs and ham. We're going to be eating green eggs and ham here soon when the shit hits the fan and we eat my pain in the ass chickens, at least their eggs, and you go kill the pigs down the road in front of the, the fort there and, and we get us some green eggs and ham. Because, uh, yeah, my chickens are pain in the ass. They're destroying my garden. By the way, I, I put us on our builder's schedule. He's building us an enclosure. The week after. I'm glad that you get to have ham because out in California they talked about banning bacon, you know, because of the climate change. What? Which, yeah, I'm serious. I like, remember know. last year whenever everybody got kicked off of day, uh, of Facebook for a while. Um, like our Oil and Gas Workers Association, which has been suppressed for years, um, like you'll see about 7,500 people follow it now, and that's taken us some work and because we sent out uh, 130,000 probably invites to people who had responded to our paid ads over the period of about a year and a half. And of course they let our page grow by about 3,400 at that time. You know, mm -hmm. um, now some people never got those invitations. We know because we started tracking them and we know because some of those people were through mutual friends and other followers. So we started asking people, hey, why didn't you respond to our invitation? And they said, well, we never got it. Now, if you know anything about Zuckerberg and Zuckerbucks, well, you believe that story. And uh, it's true. So anyway, so back to uh, social media suppression and then back to talking about Daily Wire. So um, Daily Wire ran an article talking about how President Joe Biden's plan to address the climate crisis included limits in the amount of meat that people could eat. Well, California goes and says, hey, you know what? Um, we're not sure you can have bacon. And they are thinking about limiting the amount of bacon people can have or possibly just like outright banning it uh, because of the climate change. We, they, we, they really we are have, trying to start a war. No, no, no. We have completely skipped Orwellian. We are now in full-blown communism. Only the government, only that type of government would tell you that, oh, hey, you can only have bacon, really. And you know what the fucking problem is, is, A, first of all, are you sure that it's bacon and not police officers? Because when they were talking about it, I'm pretty sure they referred to them as pigs. You know, and that's weird. Uh, so obviously, I'm but a huge law enforcement supporter. Um, uh, I, but anything the radical left um, doesn't want. Or, so maybe that's what they mean is defunding. I'm not sure. They don't even know what they're talking about. And now they've got this ministry of truth. 
Ooh, um, ooh, ooh. Speaking of, we have a we have a clip on that from from the from Dolores Umbridge, the the head of of the the Ministry of Truth. Ministry of which, Truth. By the way, did you know she's eight and a half months pregnant? Okay, who did that? I don't. How I, dare you? I don't know, but um, there was this whole big scandal. I can't remember who. It was. Someone said that they shouldn't have hired her when she was six months pregnant because, wow. like, because she she could only work for you know two and a half months, and then she's going to be off for three months at paid federal. She was already a federal employee though, so I don't see you know it wasn't like they hired her Is into the government. Uh, DC, but who? She's whatever. Virginia. Northern Virginia. And what we always hope is that um, ladies like that don't choose what some Democrats want, which is to murder their babies up to and including the moment of, mo uh, of birth. Oh, yeah. Or after now, after yeah. uh, 28 days after in Maryland. Say yeah. Maryland is 28 yeah. days after the. Um, but this, this, though, the fact that she's eight and a half months pregnant tells me that not everyone in the federal government's actually taking the jab. Yeah, well, unless Ooh, that's a good point. Unless, well, we'll see if she gives birth to a live baby because that's a whole nother thing. That yeah. I mean, so I guess we'll 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 take a knee and wait on that one. See the drop of all the Pfizer docs, right? Um, oh yeah. Why all of a sudden things are happening? Because you know, like I know, and um, I love to go back to the movie. Now you see me because one of my favorite actors of all time, Morgan Freeman, his character in that, that Thaddeus Bradley. When he's explaining the bank vault trick, he says, so when a magician tells you to look up here, the trick's over there. Um, and that's exactly what we get from uh, the legacy media and from the White House is, oh, this is bad. By the way, we're letting how many millions of illegals run through our border? Yeah, but 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 tr I'm sorry, Trump did the same thing. And I'm not sure if you're aware of this, but uh, myself and Justin from Cannabis and Combat are running for the office of president. I'm pretty sure Virginia's... Uh, Vlin's probably already told you. No, no, I don't think I did actually. Okay. But here's the the question is, why are you even running for president? Why don't you I just know. identify as president? I mean, if Rachel Levine can be a woman with a penis, um, then you can identify as the president. Climate change is well, it's never been an issue. Justin has identified as sheriff of the universe. Yeah, this is true. So he kind of <laughs> ranks the president. However, <laughs> So, um, but That's I the kind of crazy world we, we live but, in, but I identify as Supreme Empress of the universe. So he still reports to me. So it's okay. I'm not sure how much that pays or what the hierarchy is, but <laughs> I promise you, you're going to need oil and gas for it because it's, it's, it doesn't pay much, but well, let's bees, put it this way. Bees like me, for bees all, like me a lot for all that you do for the oil and gas workers. You can remind them that when I am president, I'm going to re release all these fucking stupid bands, approve your fucking drilling platforms and have you go to work because just, uh, energy so, independence by the way, you're going to get our you're, you're probably going to get our vote in fact you may have already gotten like several million of the votes of people who identify as already haven't voted for you all right well, that, that works for me i love it. Control the ministry of truth and now this new hold uh, on wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute you mean to tell me it was counted that fast how did you do that I, were you using a machine i identify <laughs> <laughs> I need to start identifying as being on Grand Cayman Island because be <laughs> nice. you know what I'd like to identify as retired. You are retired. No, that that's would be nice, but I guarantee you that both parties will then work to rob you of your social security. This and is true. tell you that it's running out and that it'll only be able to pay out about 80% in 2035. But 
isn't it weird that we have all this money to send to Ukraine and other foreign countries that Joe Biden's allowed to be invaded while we, telling the American taxpayers that, well, we need to kill whole industries like oil and gas. Never mind that Joe Biden's gone, you know, sent a, de a delegation to, down to Venezuela to talk with them. Never mind that President Biden and uh, Vice President Harris are still negotiating with Iran to possibly lift sanctions on their irresponsible oil industry in a country where they throw gays off of rooftops to their deaths and beat women and jail dissidents. And then, then they come back here in the U.S. and they do actual Nazi stuff like having this ministry of truth and then this department or office of environmental justice. Oh, no, well, it's we're going to get to ministry. that one too. It's the ministry yes. of environmental justice. Yes, absolutely. It is another ministry, but it, did you see where it falls under? That's the odd, odd part. There's an odd part if you start a ministry of anything. They are under the Department of Justice. They will be in where if they were really going to do something about us, which is what I still think this ministry of truth shit's all about. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. But it's not like about normal. It's about the podcasters. It's about all the media they can't touch. Um, so they're going to just in one fell swoop, bye, 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 bye. But the place they should have put it was under the Department of Justice, an equal branch or equal form, just like the FBI, the uh, you know DEA, everybody else that falls under the Department of Justice. That should have fallen under the Department of Justice as well as an equal branch. But for that, you need congressional support because they got to let loose the purse strings. And they knew they would never get that through Congress. It's kind of like Obama and Biden in that first Iran deal. Um, that they didn't exactly. get ratified by Congress. They just ran and passed him. Look at the Paris Agreement. You know, yep. um, uh, President uh, Biden, I, I just, I, I keep referring to him as President Biden because like it or not, he's in that office, whether he was installed or not. Um, whether there were uh, um, questions about the election or not, whatever it is, he's in there. Like, I get it. Um, you know what? I really wish, and I'm glad to hear him talk about um, uh, increasing domestic oil and gas production. Uh, the problem is, is that he still doesn't really mean that. He just wants us to bail his ass out of his self-created crisis. But Biden and Obama, they did um, on this first uh, JCPOA what they're doing now, where they're bypassing Congress. And I, I, I get it. Look at John Kerry appointed to some new envoy position and um, they bypassed Congress because they knew that they would never get him confirmed. But what I thought was funny is that Biden nominated a Marxist comptroller of the currency, Amarova, who said she wanted oil and gas companies to go bankrupt. And then we've got Janet Yellen, Treasury Secretary, trying oh around God. the world, asking world banks to stop funding fossil fuel projects. And then we've got Energy Secretary Jennifer Granholm, who just a few months ago floated the possible reimposition of the crude oil export ban. And now we've got these ESG scores and this, you know, there, there's good environmental and governance. There's a good thing about that. Um, there's the bastardized version, which is um, being used to. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. And that's where it goes back because now MasterCard or, or Citibank, or I can't remember who it is, wants to tie your social score, your ESG score to your ability to borrow money. Yep. And that's your environmental security score in case anybody's wondering. And sure. they are, they are, actually conducting this this is not an old thing this is well this is an old thing this isn't a new thing at all this is an old thing this started a while ago yeah it's we a social credit score we approve straight out of China. China. 
Hold on. You know what? I heard mine just a little bit ago. Of course. Why would you? Fuck you. That's what I think about you. Thank you. I'm not sure what mine is, but I think that um, my cost to borrow money. Like There's the mine. Credit is probably yeah. And that's exactly what we hear from the Biden administration. Every time uh, he says, hey, well, why don't they just drill? And Biden supporters, they're not all stupid, right? Like they've been given the wrong information. So when Biden and his administration say, well, well, they just need to drill, like use these permits or lose them. See, here's the problem is that it costs millions and millions of dollars to drill a new well, and it takes months to bring them online. And this administration has, well, they haven't given mixed signals. And that's what people keep thinking. They're not giving mixed signals. They've told us from day one and even on the campaign trail, they want to kill American yep. oil and gas. Yeah. Yep. So but the why part, would anybody who owns a business run out there and spend millions of dollars drilling new well in an administration that wants to make us go bankrupt? Well, not only that, the first thing you want to do anyway is you're going to go dr drill a pilot hole first to figure out if there's actual oil down there. Why would you just go? Apparently, from what I understand, the, the, the permits they're approving, they're saying, no, go drill now. Yeah, well, it, doesn't, it doesn't matter that there's oil there or not. They're just saying, hey. You have X number of permits. Go do it. Go do it. We're, we're, we just want to explore the area and find out if there is any oil. That's, that's what right. we want to do. That's the permits that people are applying for, and they're denying every single one of them. They're just approving the permits that they, they said, okay, well, this permit's approved, but I've never drilled there. No, well, this is what you got. Sorry. Well, and this is why this Ministry of Truth under the DO joke and this, uh, um, this Office of Environmental Justice um, why they would probably have a problem with you and with other podcasters and with people like Crowder and Jones, you know, anybody who actually is exercising their First Amendment right to free speech, because if they don't like it, well, then they need to shut you down because we're the Nazis, right? So that they have to develop an office and it's the same way with the environmental shit too. So now they have a basic police force that, ooh, they can issue subpoenas, Mm -hmm. And I think subpoenas being the bigger one because they start subpoenaing you guys because, oh, well, uh, uh, mobile pissed me off today. Next thing you know, mobile's being investigated and fucking they're being dragged in front of Congress under subpoena and they're pulling in all this bullshit and then they fucking trounce them in Congress. You're absolutely right. And so look at both the Senate and the House committees who wanted to grill big oil executives and try to blame oil companies for the crisis we're in. Every... Every administrative act and inaction uh, under Biden and Harris has caused this problem. We yeah. are where we are because of Joe Biden. We are where we are because they created this problem. And it seems to be typical uh, Democrat um, playbook. Like one, create the problem. Two, whine about the problem you created. Three, blame the victims of the problem you, that you created for the problem you created. Um, four, blame Putin. Uh, it's Trump's fault. Uh, racism. Rona. Uh, did I mention Russia? I mean, I can't remember what those what the four R's are. Racism, Russia, Rona, recession. Right. And then obviously Trump's fault. And then just repeat um, while propping up foreign countries with our tax dollars until we don't have a country left. So our economy is so broken down that we have to take outside help. I mean, look how much of our economy, China and Japan own. Look how, who is invested in our economy? Like we should be investing in our economy rather than propping up foreign countries 
who hate us. So essentially, and with that, you just said that, uh, that was a very good point too, because we, uh, now supplemented what 64% of the GDP from Ukraine, uh, with this last yeah. billion dollar tax, uh, you know, whatever, $400 billion that we gave them. Um, this is getting to the point of ludicrousy. I mean, there's only so much you can do. Uh, eventually somebody's going to have to put boots on the ground in that country. Yeah. I'm not you sure. Know, it's, and I know it's, that our intelligence agency has worked with Ukraine uh, to sink a, a Russian, uh, I believe it was a Russian battleship. A destroyer. It yeah. was a destroyer. Right. So, like, and that, that's all well and good. Like we've been one of the uh, keepers of peace around the world and I'm all for blessed are the peacekeepers, right? I'm a huge uh, supporter of our law enforcement officers. I get that we've done that before, uh, but Joe Biden allowed Ukraine to be invaded. Everybody told him. This is going to happen. 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 And here now, American taxpayers are, all of our money's being sent to them um, for a country that Joe Biden allowed to be invaded. Look at Afghanistan. Look how much we abandoned over there. Joe Biden handed that country to China and their relationship with the Taliban and abandoned our Marines, our military men and women, and left them to die just the same way that Hillary Clinton, Obama, and then Vice President Joe Biden left our four Americans to die at the hands of terrorists in Benghazi. It's the same playbook again. It is. And the sad thing is, is we're still letting it happen. And we have to, we have to do, and this is why, kind of why we're running. I mean, he's an inspiration. Even, even a blind, retarded monkey could not do this bad. Really, I'm dead serious. You just can't. He could not do this bad. He would at least press the right button once. That's why we know it's intentional that this, they are deliberately exactly. destroying our society. This, you know, this it's like Mike Pompeo. I, I can't believe who, I can't remember if it was no, it was President Trump who said, "Man, you don't screw up a country this bad unless it's intentional." You don't, but you let it happen, Trump. That's what I I, I hate to say. You kind of let it happen. This this. This could have been fought in a much different way. We could be doing a lot more. Um, you didn't have the hubris to actually take a step back and say, hey, look, uh, my bad guys, let me come and help your elections. Because uh, we have a lot that he didn't do. He didn't <laughs> help a lot of uh, go out and endorse a whole lot of people in 2020 because he was so worried about his own election. Um I'm sorry, if you're a leader, you should be going out there and talking on these people's behalf so that at least we could save something if we're not going to save the, you know, we have to save something. We have to rescue something. You know, I think President Trump, during his presidency, uh, he made some mistakes just like any president does. He's nowhere near Obama or Biden and their mistakes. Of course, Obama and Biden, I don't think theirs are mostly mistakes. I think they're intentional. Um, Look, I'll allow um, for the possibility that President Trump makes mistakes. I make mistakes. You must make mistakes. We all make mistakes. But if you'll look at Tuesday, um, all the endorsements that President Trump made in Indiana and Ohio, I believe he was 22 for 22, 22 yeah, 20, 55 for 55. And um, he still has the respect and admiration of, of a whole lot of Americans. And I'm not just talking about Republicans. I'm not talking just about independents. There I'm are a lot of Americans. registered Democrats who appreciate President Trump. And I mean, they're voting 
conservative now because they see that the Democrat Party, like Charles Barkley said in uh, 2015, you know, he said black people have been voting Democrat all their lives. They're still poor. People are waking up. There's there's really a reawaken America thing going on. And uh, people are starting to realize that, hey, whenever I vote based upon an issue, like look at South Texas, then then a lot of people are voting Republican. Mm-hmm. Um, or they're voting independent and, you know, they'll slide over Republican for, for little slot races. Look at the South Texas. Look at Monica De La Cruz in South Texas. And there are some other great candidates down there. Look at Sandra Witten, who's running for Texas 28. Um, uh, she is another great candidate uh, who could possibly wind up going up against uh, the incumbent Henry Cuellar. Mm-hmm. And uh, Sandra Witten, she's a she's a badass, right? Like she is oil and gas. She's an oil and gas worker. And Monica De La Cruz is doing a great job at the 15th. Um, but Fox News called me a couple months ago and we went down to South Texas and they wanted to do a story about how oil and gas issues, energy issues are leading to a, a voting migration where traditionally Democrat voters are voting red. And, and when you look at the issues, Um, we have a lot of things in common. You know, we want uh, security for our families. We want good education. We want jobs. Um, We want good incomes. Um, We want a secure border. We all want election integrity. We're not done with 2020. And anybody who says that they are, I I mean, are are you just, how far are you willing to keep letting them push you? Like we all know that there are, very big questions about the 2020 election. Yeah, we're actually going to be um, doing a, a watch party for 2,000 Mules tomorrow night at 8 o'clock on the show. Well, it's starting like 7.45. The, the movie starts at 8. Um, so we'll be doing it live, and then we'll take it down afterwards because it's a paid thing. So um, awesome. we, we, I mean, we know it was stolen. It's There's there's no doubt. But hold on. Let's, two uh, movies right there. Dinesh, Dinesh's uh, uh, 2,000 Mules yep. and Amanda Milius' Plot Against the President, those two movies. I think every American should watch at least once and at least think about it. Yeah. Well, you know what, Matt, I, you, you covered so much stuff there. And honestly, I have actually a, a clips to go along with almost everything you said, but let's start with uh, Dolores Umbridge here. Oh, Dolores. Right. Well, Dolores Umbridge. Yeah. Oh, Dolores. Yeah. She's, She's a piece of work. That one. Uh Oh, that's false or misleading information. Um, that uses gendered tropes. So it might be, for instance, this is a big one that we tracked in the report, Kamala Harris slept her way to the top. Or it might be uh, that uh, Jacinda Ardern, another one that we found, is actually a man. So Uh, we might see um, racist tropes about, uh, name it, I mean, Ilhan Omar is is a favorite for this sort of racist sexual rhetoric that's compounded, the idea that she married her brother to immigrate to the United States, for instance. But then we see racialized narratives, things like Kamala ain't black, hashtag Kamala ain't black is, is one that we tracked. Um, things that are saying that she's not black enough, she's not South Asian enough to claim that heritage. Same thing goes against AOC. So, it's, so rather than write the word bitch, they will use an exclamation point instead of an I, or they will use visual memes to avoid textual detection. So one of the things that I get pretty frequently as a woman in my 30s without children is I get sent pictures of empty egg cartons, which are meant to remind me that my fertility is waning, that those same narratives about Kamala Harris 
about other candidates, about uh, women in general in the West were echoed in domestic Russian disinformation. Uh, so wait, wait, wait. fucking phone. Camel wait, toe wait. sleeping her way to the top and Ilan Omar marrying her brother is Russian disinformation. Uh, I, I'm not probably about as much Russian disinformation as Hunter Biden laptop was. Remember uh, exactly. those dozens, dozens I, I, of, go ahead. My head is hurting right now because I can't get over the fact that she said that she's women. Really? Egg cartons means that no, you're fucking. I have never heard that before, ever. Ever. I've never heard that before. It, 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 let me tell you what. The, I, thing I've ever heard. And that one breaks my heart. I hope that she is able to have children um, if she wants to have them. Uh, of course, I, we I, all. We she's all, eight and a half months pregnant. Oh, that's her. She's eight that's and a half her. months pregnant. Well, um, mm-hmm. thank God. And I'm glad that she, she gets to have a child. The, uh, children are such a blessing. They are. Uh, let's talk about Ilana Hambasket Omar. So that woman dismissed the greatest terrorist attack on U.S. soil by saying some people did something. Um, she's <laughs> called old white men the greatest threat to uh, America. Uh, let's see what else. She believes that we need to kill all oil and gas jobs. Um, Ilana Hambasket also believes that um, the U.N. needs to control our borders and that the U.N. needs to come in and do human rights investigations. Oh, like that's something. All right, so so uh, we've covered uh, Omar, and by the way, so while we're talking about Omar, there's a guy who's running in Minnesota's second district, which is right next to Omar's district. Um, this guy is a badass American. He's a veteran. Um, he is conservative through and through. He believes in oil and gas jobs for Americans. He believes in border security, election, uh, all the issues. Uh, got to talk with him. His name is Tyler Kistner, and I hope that a lot of people will pay attention to his campaign in Minnesota's 2nd District. Anyway, so moving on from, from good people um, that we highly recommend, um, let's talk about Kamala Harrison, the allegation that she slept her way through to the top. So I mean, I understand I how that allegation because Willie Brown like openly yeah, referred to her much. as his mistress. So this is probably one of those fact checks, like Kamala was probably not asleep during any of that uh, Willie Brown stuff. That's true. Um, I, I heard mean, she was gagging. That's, I mean, yeah. I don't know what that means, but I mean, it sounds bad. I mean, I guess, anyway, without being too crass, it does make sense why Hillary Clinton never advanced any higher than she did, though. Um, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> she didn't have any why, knee pads why on. Chelsea, I told her. Why Chelsea's never even bothered to run. There were some whispers about it, and they were like, hey, look, <laughs> there's a reason I don't run. God made me ugly and with a, a knack for politics and a love for people and a passion for American oil and gas workers and a love for this country. Um, so I guess uh, God gives us our, our unique set of qualities and uh, that's what I got. So I, I'll never run for office either. Plus, I'm, I'm pretty much too much of a bull in the China shop. Like I, I've been asked to run by, by several people. You I should. like not being in office because... I try to maintain a professional demeanor. Also, I like sometimes. Mick deliberately tries to hurt people's feelings. Yeah. Mick goes out of his way to hurt people's feelings. If if you don't think that the F-bomb will not be dropped from the vice president's office, you are all fucking seriously mistaken. It's probably, you're probably right. And it's funny. So going back to uh, what the lady said about the attacks on Kamala Harris, I remember when uh, Kamala Harris was running for president 
And it was it was probably before she dropped out of the dim primary, uh, you know, right before Cory Booker and uh, Bobby Francis O'Rourke did that Taco Bell menu sound in Spanish thing. And um, Lizzie Warren looked really confused in the middle, like even worse than this week. Um, so um, uh, Afropunk magazine did an article on Kamala Harris back then. And that writer said, quote unquote, Kamala don't give a fuck about you niggas, I believe was the quote. Um, and I thought, you know, at that time we were being told, hey, we need to listen to black voices. We need to listen. And so I thought, you know what? Let me find out what do black people think about Kamala Harris? Because maybe I'm viewing her wrong. Like maybe she's really well received. No, no so, they hate her. And you see why? And, and you know why? Because black people aren't stupid. Mm hmm. Exactly. I, uh, I, and and they also know that she deliberately, or they think she deliberately targeted the black community, and then she kept them in jail past the time that their sentences were done, so that she could use them as cheap labor. Cheap labor, ding, 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 ding. And that's why when Tulsi Gabbard destroyed Kamala Harris on stage during that dim primary debate, and just destroyed her record as a prosecutor. Yeah, it was so much fun to watch that. You know, ha have you noticed Tulsi Gabbard is saying a lot of the things that we agree on? And yeah. that's the kind of bipartisan support for oil and gas workers that we need in this country. Look, I know. Yeah, no, no, Tulsi, Tulsi Gabbard is a graduate of the Young World Leaders um, the program yep. for the, out of the World Economic Forum. Yep. Yeah, Dan Crenshaw. Yep. Mm. She's a Dan Crenshaw all the way. Hey, that is a scary yeah. thought too, because you guys have enough problems down there with him. Yep. I mean, Jesus, he keeps walking around. I don't know how you guys elected him and are going to re-elect him. I well, well the gas workers association actually controlled opposition. Yeah, and so we've heard that. Look, I don't agree with everything Dan Crenshaw has done. I, in fact, I disagree with some of the things he's done. I don't even know why we are sending a Republican delegation to the climate change summit. Um, I get the argument that we're trying to show that we actually care, but why? Don't. why? Because we really don't care, care about what? So why? I mean, what the, they, they care about oil you know, and gas I, workers? I, no, no, about climate change. About climate they change. Clear, I, I'll tell you what. I, I cared that the climate changed today because I was outside playing with the ducklings in the, the other side of the chicken coop and a big thunderstorm came in and it started to rain and I had to bring them inside early. The climate changed. It went from being 90 degrees and sweltering hot and humid to pouring down rain. Now, climate change. Did I do Al that? No. Al Gore will tell you that's just weather and there's a difference between weather and climate. I'll, I'll even go that far. But let me just tell you that over the past year, since I stopped going to the gym um, and I started drinking six Cokes a day, climate change has caused none of my genes to fit. <laughs> I, I will not argue that. Okay. Well, I'm pretty sure. Plus they were all made uh, like in China or something. So yeah. I really got to buy made in the USA jeans and hats like from our friends at All American Clothing Company. I'm just doing plugs here. Yeah, <laughs> except not from Levi Strauss because they are now going to be paying for their employees to go to California to, to have get abortions. Uh, abortions. Yep. Yeah. So is Amazon. So yeah. by the way, shout out to everybody. If you're ordering anything from Amazon, you're paying for an abortion. Yep. Pretty much. Which is unfortunate. Anyway, uh, I, um, uh, I stayed with my aunt in San Francisco in 2000. Uh, she had a full page ad that's, uh, that said, 
she's not that bad looking like my old uncle told me about Willie Brown. That's what was in San Francisco about old Kamala Harris. So wow. Okay. So the yeah. truth is she was appointed to her first two committees uh, because of her relationship with uh, Brown's Willie. Yeah, 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 of course. And that was a, apparently a big Willie because she I kept mean, going back. Once you go black. I mean, she is white. That's she what we're right. She's in today's world. I can identify Indian as and Jamaican and I'm sorry, but every Jamaican I know is black. So she's half black. She's, she's an, she's an Obama. She's, she's an Oreo. Yeah. Well, well I think it's really uh, funny fight. that she's, that people are just now realizing that she really was just chosen for her race and gender. Oral record is horrible. Yeah. Um, did you did you see the lady that's replacing Kitanji, uh, Jen, Brown, Jackson? Jen, Jen Psaki? Oh, she's gay. She's black. And how great is it that she just fits there, that she's already there anyway as the vice. But she's the first gay black woman is how they introduced her this morning on NBC. And I was just like, are you? That's what me? counts. That's what right. matters. It's not that's about exactly right. Like, why are we still talking about that? Yep. Identity politics is such an unfortunate, nasty game. Like, um, uh, so like if you've got, if they've got, you know, one woman, then we have to have one woman and a Hispanic man. And then they're like, okay, so I'll see your woman and your Hispanic man. And I'll, and I'll raise you a black lesbian. Sexual. Yeah. BT Wallace said she might be half whatever, but her mouth is a white noise machine. That's it. <laughs> True that. All right. So this new, um, this, this new office of environmental justice. Yes. Under um, the department of justice it, mi ministry of, of environmental justice. ministry of truth. Yeah. I, I, just, I, I just, think that's it's just what it is. You know, it's so announcing three actions that the department is taking to advance environmental justice. First, consistent with the president's executive order on tackling the climate crisis at home and abroad, we are issuing a comprehensive environmental justice enforcement strategy. Associate Attorney General Vanita Gupta will discuss that strategy in just a moment. Second, I'm pleased to announce that we are launching the Justice Department's first ever Office of Environmental Justice to oversee and help guide the Justice Department's wide-ranging environmental justice efforts. Like all parts of government, it will get its own acronym, OEJ. And third, the Justice Department is issuing an interim final rule that will restore the use of an important law enforcement tool, supplemental environmental projects, subject to new guidelines and limitations that I will also be issuing today. Administrator Regan and I know that the communities most impacted by environmental harm are not isolated in any one part of our country. Environmental crime and injustice touch communities in all our cities, towns, rural areas, and on tribal lands. Although violations of our environmental laws can happen anywhere, communities of color, indigenous communities, and low-income communities often bear the brunt of the harm caused by environmental crime, pollution, and climate change. They include communities, fence line communities, where exposure to toxic air pollutants have caused scores of <laughs> related deaths. They include communities where students have been exposed to harmful emissions from boilers in their public schools. 
They include communities where infectious diseases have spread because of inadequate wastewater management. And these communities would have been erected and started by the Democratic Party back in the 60s. And, oh, shit, hey, dumbass, you guys are at fault for it to begin with. Uh, So why would all of a sudden the government give a shit about it? Okay, wait. So I was wondering what environmental crimes were until he started talking about Children that have been affected by toxi- so if you, toxins in the air. You drive and a car. I think, no, and uh, the first thing I think school. is fucking chemtrails, right? And then they talk about bad, bo- you know, things in the schools. How about the 5G towers that they have put up On at top of every the public so you, school across you, the country? No, 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 no. You can't sue over anything they've done. Like what, what they do is apparently not a crime. You know, like yeah. you know, bringing in millions of illegals, you know, a year. No, no, that's not a crime. What was it? Hillary Clinton famously said um, uh, and had the audacity to say in America, no one is above the law. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, anyway, but um, so, yeah. So what are environmental crimes? So what they're really coming after are oil and gas companies, uh, American oil and gas workers. Now you have to, you have to run this out in several parts. Um, and that's why it's really hard to cram into just a few sentences. Or even three words, because people like me, we need just three words to tell me what the story is. So uh, a few months ago, a doctor in Canada diagnosed a patient for the first time ever as suffering with climate change. Like that was the diagnosis. Um, so now they will come back in and their little ministry of truth and a federalized healthcare system um, will come in and they'll, they'll likely diagnose people as suffering from climate change. It's a hostage situation. They're trying to they're trying to rob oil and gas companies and make producing oil and gas here in the United States so unattractive and so expensive that the only oil um, that refineries will import will be the cheaply made oil in foreign countries with far less environmentally conscious standards, because that's how refineries make their profits, you know, off the margin. Hey, if they can import cheap Russian crude, which we saw Shell, you know, do early, and then they decided to turn those profits around and donate to the war in Ukraine or the efforts or something charity. Anyway, so that's all that this administration is doing. And then they'll come in and their little office of environmental justice will say, well, you know, maybe black communities need reparations from the oil and gas companies because they'll say, well, they've caused this issue. No, it, it, it's a holdup. That's what they're doing is uh, the Democrats right now, this administration is trying to hold U.S. oil and gas operators hostage to hurt every American oil and gas worker and to hurt every American worker and family while they are willing to lift sanctions and let Iran double its oil output, willing to let Venezuela down there double its oil output, Willing to help Mexico because we've sent uh, approximately the equivalent of $300 million a year in foreign aid to Mexico. But then uh, right back in January, I believe it was, whenever Mexico's corrupt government-owned oil giant Pemex um, was taking over 100% uh, control of one of America's largest refineries, Deer Park Refinery, down there uh, on the coast, down there near Houston. Um So whenever Mexico was taking control of that, in addition to a $500 uh, bridge loan or $500 million bridge loan, Mexico, poor Mexico that needs $300 million a year in foreign aid, 
somehow found $1.1 billion in its national infrastructure fund to buy 100% control of America's one of America's largest refineries. Well, where have you ever seen the EPA in Mexico? Now, I know it's south of the border. So people who think that this climate crisis that's just here in America and that if they that produce elsewhere, well, then the climate change must stay south of the border. So there's virtually no environmental for enforcement in Mexico. And, and if you look at ExxonMobil, Hess Corporation and China National Offshore Oil Corporation's uh, joint venture down in Guyana, 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 I don't know, I say Guyana. But if you look at it down there where they're producing a, a cheaper crude down there, because they don't have all of the bureaucracy we have here in the United States. Nobody can blame ExxonMobil for going down there. Nobody can blame Hess Corporation for going down there and exploring. They're a corporation. Uh, their job is to return it to their shareholders. Um, to make money. You're, you're in the matrix, Matt. You're you're breaking up a bit. But I, I got another dried up old cunt to back up what you're saying. So go ahead and, and, and play this bitch. Um, speaking of bureaucracy. Um, yeah, there we go. We have solutions that can deliver. We're going to, we're actually going to do a hundred rules this year alone on appliances, just like you asked. We are developing partnerships on how we work together for new building standards, even for sustainable airlines. Who'd have thunk that they'd be all in, but they better be or they're going to be out of here. Wow. It's fun to see wow. McCarthyism in action. Isn't and it? Her name's actually McCarthy. What the hell is a sustainable airline? They're going to make electric planes. I, I guess so. Uh, solar powered planes. What, what happens when, when it's, dark when it's outside? cloudy? Yeah. When it's dark outside, we're going to have plane crashes all over the place. Can they, no, they'll never get off the ground. Are they like a car battery? They can only go 200 miles <laughs> before they need a charge. You know, 6,000 is normally what a plane flies. Oh my God. Um, and a uh, hundred new appliance rules. Yeah. When were the last time the appliances were attacking? I, I hold on. Transformers. Fucking shit TV. TV's <laughs> doing shit. Get out. The argument, of course, is that if you reduce um, electricity consumption, you know, so they're going to make expenses, uh, appliances so expensive, so unviable. Um, they, I swear, it just, it, it, it incenses me. Everything they're doing is bankrupting our country. Yeah. I don't, yeah. What, what they're going to do with appliances is they're going to make them, yeah, they're going to make them use less energy and less water. So they actually last, they, they don't last as long. They break down faster and then you have to replace them faster. Look, I, I work in an industry that um, doesn't get a whole lot of respect for a good reason. Cause it, you're the vice president. Most of the people are yeah, fucking, most of the people fucking uh, that are involved in it aren't all that bright. However, I, I did it for a reason and I'm doing it now by itself for a reason, just because it allows me the most time to be home with my family. But beyond all of that, if you actually look at this, right. And you, you say, however you want to, however you want to look at this, whether you want to look at it from the oil and gas or whether you're looking at it from garage doors, there's a lot of people. If you look at the way those circuit boards are built that are 
supposedly energy savers. Uh -huh. um, and I can tell you right now, if there's a garage door guy that is in here with me right now, he would agree with me that the most faulty part of those motors are the energy savers. Yeah. They will burn out a motor faster than anything else. It's and like I having a vaccine that doesn't work and actually causes death. Huh? Exactly. Oh, what do you know? I, I just sit there. It, it is so frustrating and infuriating to hear them say, well, we're really going to focus on appliances. Don't fuck with appliances. You're going to drop the lifespan of the appliance. We're going to end up buying more appliances, which is going to increase the demand, which yeah. you don't have the products to fulfill it because you're not going to have companies that are willing to follow your stupid EPA rules. And this is the shit I'm talking about. This is the shit I want to get rid of. These two offices, I'm going to repurpose these two offices. Actually, I'm going to keep them because they're already under the DOJ. I'm just going to repurpose them. That's it. They're going to be going after idiots, fucking fools who open their mouths about stupid shit that should be just taken out and shot. You know, and it's weird that, uh, like the FDA? You name it. Okay. Yeah. So this this uh, department of joke, this DO joke, I can't even say justice anymore. Merrick Garland. Kind of injustice, uh, so there are yeah. two senators right now who are up for re-election. In Oklahoma, James Langford. In Alaska, Lisa Murkowski, both of those senators, Republican senators in oil and gas areas voted to confirm Merrick Garland. They've got to go. Yes, absolutely. Because they're not fucking patriots. They are yeah. not, they are not fighting this. This is not, this is the part that pisses me off about Trump. And don't get me wrong. I know Trump's not perfect. I don't believe Trump's anything else other than, uh, other than a normal human being like the rest of us. However, Trump is fucking up right now. He is by endorsing these rhinos and I get the pay to play. I get all of that. But when you endorse a rhino like this, when you endorse fucking somebody like Dr. Oz, somebody like fucking David Perdue, somebody like Joe Lombardo, somebody like Lee, Lisa Murkowski or uh, this other guy in Oklahoma, if you endorse any of them or you get behind them in any way, shape or form, and you do not fight against them, I seriously raise questions about what you're doing. Yeah, are, I, you a good guy? are you a bad guy? I'm still trying to figure that out because I've heard enough. I've seen enough. I don't believe everything. I'm smarter than that. However, what I'm watching you do to Repu the Republican Party as a whole. Uh, I don't give a fuck if you're a Republican or not. I'm not running as a Republican. I'm going to run. We're running completely straight independent. We don't give a shit. We're going to campaign the same way Joe Biden did right here. Just like this. Except this is how we're going to campaign. We have more reach. And we do. It's a nice basement. Yeah, well, it's our studio, actually. But yeah. Oh, okay. It's all good. Well, you know. so what, really flavor, uh, what flavor of ice cream are you having? See, now I'm a reporter. See, my favorite is Rocky Road. He likes mint chocolate chip. So and or bubble gum. Look, I, I, I don't, I don't. Seriously? I don't yeah, I love politics. Politics. I'm going to start calling you guy. Uh, I do. It's a, it's a guilty pleasure of mine that I keep quiet. Wow. Look, talking about President idea? Trump's endorsements, I don't always understand politics. When I founded this organization in 2015, I just believe that somebody ought to take up for the people who work in this industry. You know, it, it's all of us, 11.3 million workers and 7.9% of our nation's GDP in 2019 who are often forgotten about 
whenever the radical left tries to enact these horrible policies and this green new disaster stuff, um, it's all the men and women who work in this industry who are forgotten about. So I don't always understand politics. Yeah, you know, I'm an old field truck driver. Um, I, I'm a little bit brighter than Joe Biden. Um, I'm a little, little bit brighter than AOC. I've never said anything like the world is going to end in 12 years if we don't address climate change. And I've also never said um, unemployment is low because everyone has two jobs. Um, I'm sorry. I just I cannot get over how many millions of people think she's smart. Well, um, the unemployment numbers came out today and they 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 were actually they added more jobs than they anticipated. Um, the job. Yeah, which is interesting because they adjusted March as well. And you know what March's numbers were adjusted to? 428,000. The exact same thing. Yep. Yeah, that's weird. We added the same, weird? Number the same of jobs number month of over jobs month. Month over month. See, I don't think that's ever these, happened before. I, I don't think everybody that uh, listens has understood something that I, I think people are going to, this is going to blow all your minds. But one of the big things, and it was funny because me and Justin the other day were, the other night we're having a conversation about this. And I said, hey, you know, the one, the cool thing, if we make it, if we actually get elected, um, the first thing you're all going to know about is all the conspiracy shit. Cause if you think I'm going to keep my mouth shut for a hot second, when I'm the second highest classifying authority, you are higher than a kite because I'm going to walk out and just start talking about it. Okay. What, what, what do we know about this 428,000 fucking shift all of a sudden that we got 428,000 jobs after the jobs report came out in March. And they said that we lost over 1.3 million, but somehow we went from a 1.3 million loss to a 428,000 gain. Uh, I don't know. There's just something weird about that. And like I'm running math and election math. Yeah, well, it could be they must have run it back through the fucking job or the machine. Yeah, maybe, maybe four hundred twenty-eight thousand uh, jobs were added like in the middle of the night. Maybe that was were all put in a Dropbox or something. Okay, I, well, hold I on. can't. I can't be sure. Speaking of a conspiracy theory, okay, I have, I have kind of a win for both you and Josh. Okay. okay, that's a scary thought. I know, right? So, did you hear? That BlackRock bought Ancestry.com. Yes, I did. I already know. Yeah, mm -hmm. I, I already what know. What possibly go wrong with there? Right? So now BlackRock is going to own your DNA. Yeah. And we've already been Digital saying, microchips we, we already, underneath the yeah, skin? We knew that Ancestry.com was sending, their, sending our DNA to China and all that. But, okay, so did you... So... Hold on, hold on. The other one, the, the, the Josh part. Did you see that... And I'm talking about Josh from the Red Pill Project. Um, Matt, if you're not familiar. So, um, and for all of our Red Pill peeps, I'm sure they've... They've probably heard Josh's episode on uh, the Mars Chronicles with David Whitehead. Yeah, yep. Who I really I want to get David on here soon. Uh, coming up in True Spiracy down the road. Anyway, so they were talking about how they were talking about how you know aliens are in control of everything, and that they were asking what's the currency, right? It's, if you remember that in the most recent episode, they said what's the concern the currency with the aliens, and they said DNA. You remember that? Yeah. DNA is the currency. Okay. okay. SpaceX just launched a lot of human DNA to the International Space Station. They are building a biobank containing DNA from 500 different species, including humans, a lot of humans. Uh, Brave New World, inside plans for off-world human DNA seed bank on the moon so alien civilizations can recreate us. That's just fucking. Is that weird. not a win for Josh though? That yeah. falls right in line with what he was saying. So I, I, I might have sent that to him. Line up. 
right? Anyway, that's just some, um, you know, we, we sorry love for whoever gets my body next. <laughs> no shit. If they got mine, they're going to feel a lot of pain. Oh, uh, BlackRock starting a new Chimera line. Isn't that the truth? Um, but yeah. Are the puppies in? I'm guessing. Shameless. Be Get quiet. Come here. Idiot. Yeah, we got a we have a 45 pound puppy. No joke. He's three months old. He's 45 pounds. That's cool. I haven't he's, seen you since December. I think yeah. we did uh we did our first uh, uh roundabout in January. Yep. 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 And a lot's uh, happened since then. I mean yeah. look at what the Biden administration is doing on oil and gas. Uh look at last week's ruling from the, the Department of Interior to return to Obama era levels of exploration production of Alaska's North Slope. While at the same time, the Biden administration is whining about gas prices and trying to blame oil companies. And then they're saying, oh, by the way, also, we're not going to let you drill. Well, uh, uh, no, of course, he's blaming Russia. It's all Russia's fault. Go it's ahead and, Putin, and Putin, play, Putin. Play, play this one. Putin's fault. Putin, 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 Putin. Putin did it. It's yes. not me. It's Putin. Putin did it. It's Putin, folks. It's Putin. Get on Putin. Don't be Putin. It's all his fault. Why, why it matters if we make more things here in America? Well, it matters a great deal because the pandemic and the economic crisis that we inherited and Putin's war on, in Ukraine have all shown the vulnerability when we become too reliant on things made overseas. We learned the hard way that we can't fight inflation if supply chains buckle and send prices through the roof every time there's a disruption which have been constant disruptions, particularly in South Asia. We know that one of the best ways to fight inflation is to bring prices down and bring prices down is to strengthen the resilience of our supply chains. And that includes making more things here in America at home from top to bottom. Yeah, from top to bottom. He's now, just that is weird. Figuring that out. Now he wants production oh, at home. That's, yeah, that's an ad, baby. Okay. Wait, so let me, let me just ask this question. Like, uh, is... Did Joe Biden, did he say that we should make America great again? Is that like, is that what he said? Something like that. Yeah. I, I want to say, I yeah. mean, it sounded yeah. that way. Well, and Joe you know, Biden, Joe Biden they, approves this message. Uh, Apparently. Maybe. Um, did you hear that uh, Janet Yellen, that the other try to build cunt, she admitted that Biden's spending did feed inflation. Hmm. That, well, it doesn't. It didn't feed it. It made it way well, worse. According it's like standing over a dead body with a yeah. knife in your hand and your hands. You're not going to jail. On on Wednesday, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen conceded that President Joe Biden's 1.9 trillion dollar American Rescue Plan did contribute to inflation. She was. Uh, it was during an interview with Matt Murray, who's from the Wall Street Journal. And uh, yeah, she she admitted that the White House's enormous spending had played a role in today's inflationary environment, but she added that it was justified due to the various economic risks. She said, uh, so look, inflation is a matter of demand and supply and the spreading that was the spending that was undertaken in the American Rescue Plan did feed demand, she said. Um, she said that today's 40 year high inflation was an unattended unintended consequence of the Biden administration attempting to avoid a sharp economic downturn and facilitate full employment. Wow. I guarantee you that they, they 
They jack those jobs. I mean, we know that they manipulate the numbers all the time. I guarantee you that they manipulated the job numbers because they know that if, I mean, when the, when the quarter two number comes out and it shows that we've shrunk GDP again, we're going to be in a recession. And they're trying to stave off that, that like the panic among people if the job numbers, if they release the actual numbers. I bet they're crap. Right. So our GDP shrunk 1.4% in the first quarter. Yep. Um, at the same time, China's GDP jumped how many percentage points? I can't. Uh, I want to probably, say it was four or seven or something like that. So China's economy is growing, ours is shrinking. Um, we're sending how many billions and billions of dollars in foreign aid to other countries? Uh, Joe Biden wants to kill whole industries and is holding them back. You know, I'm talking specifically about the oil and gas industry in America. Because um, we're drilling right now at about 70% of the average uh, rig count in April of 2019 under President Trump. So while Joe Biden's like, oh, it's getting better, we're all out here going, you know what? It's, I mean, it's a little bit better, but it's nothing like what we were doing in 2019. Uh, so after all that, and after Joe Biden and this administration have bled every American dry, and then they want to come in uh, later, and the Fed hikes the interest rate half a point this week. Well, what does that do to every American who now has no money and then needs to borrow? Well, it makes it more expensive to borrow. Well, then whenever it's more expensive to borrow money, you can't borrow as much. That reduces your borrowing power. So from every angle, just like this administration is doing to our oil and gas industry, they are doing to every single Ameri American, whether we be Republican, Democrat, Independent, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris's policies and actions are hurting every single American worker and family. Let's so really quick, come together over that, Joe. So really quick, I want you to take this back to your people. And you can say that this guy is running for uh, vice president of the United States. I don't give a shit. Fine. Put my picture up there. I'm just going right. to read this. I'm just going to read this to you. Okay. Title code 18, section 794, gathering, delivering inf defense information or foreign aid to another government. Whoever with the intent and reason to believe that it is used to injure, injure the United States or take advantage of a foreign nation communities delivers transmits attempts to communicates delivers or transmits to any foreign government or to any fraction or party of a military naval force within the foreign foreign country whether recognized by or unrecognized by the United States and represents officers, agents, employees, subjects, and citizens thereof, either directly or indirectly, any document, writing, code, book, signal, sketch, photograph, photo, photograph, ne photographic negative, blueprint, plan, map, mod model, note, instrument, appliance, or any form of money or information relating to national defense shall be punished by death or by imprisonment for any term of years for the rest of their life, except that of sentences of death shall not be imprisoned unless it finds the offense resulted in identification of a foreign power as defined in section 101 alpha of the foreign intelligence surveillance act. I am going to charge both Joe Biden and Kamala Harris with that my first day in office. And the reason for that is because that is directly related to treason because what they have been doing is attempting to bankrupt this country. That is nothing more than attempting to bankrupt us, fucking shutting down our jobs, sending our jobs overseas, doing anything. And they're doing it with a foreign, a hostile foreign nation, both yes. compete both in monetarily and we compete in product. And this motherfucker is just saying, Hey, you know what? Just go back to China, go do this elsewhere. We are not making any money under the, uh, off of that. It is not helping us. It is hurting Americans. Fuck you. You're going to jail for the rest of your life or dying 
whichever we feel is more necessary. Could, couldn't you charge them for that as well for leaving the billions of dollars worth of equipment in Afghanistan, which is not used against us? Actually, that's like <laughs> wasting. Look at the classic yeah. definition of uh, the word treason. Um, adhering to their enemies, giving them aid and comfort. What better aid is there than financial? The Taliban turned around and sold those that sold that to Russia. Yep, that they're so using it. So now that's being used against us. So connection. So look at Iran. So look at China and Russia helping Iran hold us hostage on a nuclear deal that Iran violated long before Obama and Biden ever left office the first time. Um because uh, the, the press likes to say, oh, well, Iran violated the deal in response to President Trump pulling us out of the deal in 2018. That's not true. And you can find articles that show that Iran violated at least twice in 2016 yep. before Obama and Biden uh, ever left office. Um, so uh, when you go to that and then you look at the uranium, well, where did Iran get that uranium? Possibly from Russia, but where did Russia get that uranium? From uh, us, Hillary Clinton, from Hillary. Uranium One, Hillary Clinton, Barack yep. Obama, and yep. Uranium One, Uranium One. Yep, you that got was it. So our own natural resources, uranium, are, are are possibly being used to hold us hostage to kill our other natural resources to allow Iran to sell their natural resources to China because um, China has been import importing oil and gas um, from uh, Venezuela and Iran, despite U.S. sanctions on both countries and increasingly. And then after President Trump was out of office, then China and Iran strike up a 25-year year cooperation agreement that yep. for oil. Sending their oil to China. Yep, You got it. Just like China took control of Ecuador's um, yep. oil. Just like China took control of uh, Venezuela, pretty much, because it's mostly Chinese money down there. Don't get me wrong. Nicolas Maduro's broke. Of course, the Democratic Socialists, AOC's party here in America, well, they just love Nicolas Maduro. Never mind that dictator had people run over in the streets for, you know, daring to disagree. Um, but, you know, he's a good guy to them. Um, and, and so Venezuela is sitting on a gold mine down there, but it's heavy crude, right? So it's really, while it is some competition for the, the, the crude oil that we produce here in the U.S., we produce a much uh, lighter, sweet crude oil. Um, but we're talking about the blends. We're talking about refinery contracts. Venezuela is always um, uh, competition for us because, I mean, you can set up your refinery however you want to and process whatever crew you want to. Um, so it's all competition for China to control of Venezuela. Do you remember when that? Do you remember when that cargo ship went sideways, the Evergreen or whatever went sideways in the Suez, in the Canal. Suez Canal? Yes. You ready Ready to connect some dots? So go ahead. I, I did some research because I was thinking to myself, I was like, man, we can't go that fast into a shortage of fuel or <coughs> where our fuel prices are going through the roof and we're not tapping into our national reserve. I don't understand how did this happen? You all do realize when that boat went sideways in the canal and uh, they were fucking stuck, uh, they stopped. There was some uh, 20 something, 28 uh, oil, crude oil fucking vessels that were behind it that had to stop and to turn one of those vessels in a narrow area of water where it's deep enough for that boat to actually sit. And if you're fully loaded, you're sitting lower in the water than any of the other vessels that are out there. That's like an 867 point turn. It really fucking is. It took them months to do that, which put them months behind their actual shipping date because they had to change their course all the way around to come back up 
to the US. And I'm sitting here going, you have got to be fucking kidding me. Kind of like all the ships uh, off the California coast and how they just uh, had that supply chain crisis and we can't unload them. And it's almost like uh, an embargo in an undeclared civil war. Doesn't it sound like that to you? Correct. And I wouldn't even say civil war. I would say this is just a straight mutiny. We're going, we're skipping all of the other bullshit and just jumping straight into communism. So a lot of people are still waiting for the, the shot heard around the world. Like they're still waiting for Fort Sumter. Uh, that's what they're waiting for. Um, China has waged economic war on us for decades. Um, uh, we look at how they control uh, politicians like Eric Swalwell. Um, we look at uh, China's control. Look at Houston, right? Like, so Houston has a large Asian American and Chinese, uh, po uh, Chinese population. China has invested heavily in our U.S. oil and gas uh, uh, industry. In fact, uh, when you look at Houston and you look at China, who is the U.S. congressman from down there? Uh, oh, it's Dan Crenshaw. Crenshaw. Yep. Crenshaw. Um, and so whenever you start to look at China's investment in our oil and gas industry, so uh, you wonder who's really pulling the strings? Who is, who is the guy that we had on the other night? Um. The gentleman from down there, District um, Richard Welch, my friend yes. and board member of Oil and Gas Workers Association. Yes. Yep. Let me tell you what, Richard Welch is incredible. He's one of the most brilliant people I've ever gotten to talk with. Whenever I need to know something technical, I call Richard Welch or I call some people in the Permian Basin. But one of my one of my first calls is Richard Welch because he can just break stuff down. Um, uh, I have to get him to dumb it down for me because he goes and like right over my head on some technical stuff. One of the most brilliant guys I've ever talked with. In fact, he ran for Texas 38. Uh, we endorsed him for that. He was just the, we like him. He's an oil and gas worker. We want people who understand and actually appreciate our industry. Um, and are all for American oil and gas workers. So tell me more about your interview with him. Cause I, I want to talk all day about how good a guy he is. I, I was walking in and I thought that he had, uh, we both had thought that uh, he was still, you guys hadn't primary. Yeah. We, we didn't, had, realize we didn't realize that Texas primary is March 1st. I yeah, mean, what the holy fuck? Jesus. That's you like to be first. Yeah, I guess so. You guys really I are. Guess. Cause you jumped. You didn't just jump. You fucking like, catapulted over that bitch but i'm like okay uh i was expecting i wanted i wanted to actually go longer with him but i, I didn't know that he had lost already and i was like oh jesus and then i found out that some trump endorsed again anything for anything but an american first candidate who didn't show up to any of the primaries any of the debates he won and i'm sitting here going this is that is where my issue is when you have that type when you're that engineered in this that you can just basically call out a guy. Guy doesn't even have to run. For instance, I use this one because here in the state, the one person we've been after for a very long time right now is Herschel Walker. I've been in contact with his people. I've talked to his people on several different occasions. And every what time. Oh, Herschel. Yeah, you do. I don't. You want to know I, why? I like him. No, you want to know why I don't like him? Why? Because when it goes to his website. It's only please donate. There's no original thought put in there about where he stands, what issue he stands on, or anything else. And then Trump miraculously fucking endorses him behind the scenes, what, or right in front of us, whatever. I don't miracly, care. Tara, there's a new one for you, miraculously. And Mirac now, now we're dealing with this. Nick makes up words all the time. We have a running uh, dictionary. When I have seen 
him speak in person, okay, with no Trump, there is no enthusiasm. He can barely remember what he's talking about. He's constantly staring at a piece of paper. He never looks up at the crowd. When I have seen him with Trump, holy shit, it's like a whole different amount of, of enthusiasm. Is that what I have to look forward to when he gets elected to the Senate? That he's got to have Trump holding his hand going, come on, dude, come on, have a thought. You know, maybe he took too many hits in the head. I don't know. But he refuses to come on this show and talk to us about Georgia politics. So does some other people that I'm kind of pissed off with. Uh, Latham Sadler, who's running against him as well. Uh, he's another guy that hasn't gotten back to me. I like, dude, he come got on. back to me and I responded and I haven't heard. From we him. haven't heard a thing from them. So, hey. But I mean, that's the type of shit we're talking about. I'm tired of that. I want a normal American to be in the presidency. Why? Because every American should be fighting to get that seat. Every fucking American should do it. It shouldn't just be a select few. And you You've got to have the right amount of money. You've got to pay to play. That shouldn't exist at all. And there, me, just that system. So uh, you know, you made a, a couple of very good points. Some people have questioned CTE injuries um, for Herschel Walker. I mean, look, he won the 1982 Heisman Award. That man is he an American Georgia. We know more legend. about him than anybody else. Uh, but I, you know, I think more. It's more to the more. Uh, blah, 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 blah. It's probably just more to the point that Herschel Walker, he's not a, he's not a grandstander, right? Like, don't get me wrong. He was an incredible running back. Um, but when it comes to politics, you know, he has, he's passionate about his issues, but he's not a showman. President Trump was not only passionate about the issues, but he's a showman. He knows how to excite a crowd. You know, whenever he talks to a crowd, he knows how to get a crowd engaged. Herschel Walker is used to doing what he does best, which is, I mean, run football. And everybody just gets excited. There was nothing else left to it. Um, speaking may not be his forte, but I looked at his website today because uh, we're trying to reach out to him. Oil and Gas Workers Association would love for Herschel Walker to come out to Odessa, Texas on June 4th. Uh, we've got our inaugural Energy Greens Golf Tournament, Ratliff Ranch that day. And we'd love for Herschel Walker to come out and be the guest speaker. Uh, so I reached out to him. Uh, I looked at his website this morning, and he's got some of the issues on there. You know, uh, it takes a lot of money to run a campaign. Heck, I've been mostly funding Oil and Gas Workers Association out of my truck driver pocket for seven years. It started to come together where we have more people put uh, you know pay memberships and uh, we love that because number one it's never been about just me i was just the one who started it um it's about millions of people in this country but again going back to herschel walker maybe he's just not a maybe he just doesn't love to talk about politics in a grandstanding way maybe maybe he will go into congress and vote exactly how he tells people he will vote without a bunch of the, you know, the rah-rah. There's, don't get me wrong. There's a possibility to that. Uh, but if they updated his website recently, I mean, the last time I went and checked, there was still nothing up there. Yeah. It was just come donate for Herschel here at this lo location. I was my, like, my fear is that they're putting him up because he is a famous black conservative man. They're, they're uh, with name recognition. Everyone knows who Herschel Walker is. Well, of course, that's and, you know, and that's possible. And, and then we go back to the identity politics. Yeah. You know, well, it's an unfortunate game. You know, we were talking about racism before, and I've, I've got a couple clips for that. Um, 
go ahead and, and play this one because this is the uh, the the original racist in our country here. He's oh, still Obama? no, no, no. Bi Biden. Oh, okay. Yeah, you know, uh, Biden was a racist before Obama was born. <laughs> yeah, they weren't even around yet, right? Uh, even back in the old days when we had real segregationists like Eastland and Thurman, all those guys. But at least we end up eating lunch together. <laughs> He, he, yeah. Yeah. What did he say? He said at least we'd end up eating lunch together when we had real segregationists like, you know, Thurman and. Yeah. Yeah. Those guys. Sure. Yeah. But but at least they went and ate lunch together. Yeah. At least that. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Well, and in fact, there was an NBC uh, uh, article story, whatever, talking about how the rules for segregation that Joe Biden was responsible for for wording or for enacting, you know, uh, a long time ago were actually the rules that were still being used yep. in some ways to segregate schools. See, Joe Biden, and again, this... Well, he didn't want his kids to grow up in a racial jungle. So, well, you know, he was scared of that. He didn't want them on a bus with a bunch of... What he, uh, did he, I think he called them... I think he was the... I think he made a, may have started the porch monkey thing. I, well, I mean, no look how many times uh, Hunter Biden said the N-word. You and I... Oh, uh, yeah. We, we cringe at that word. I, I just assume everybody... I hate that word. If if one of the Trumps had said that, say Eric Trump says that, right? Um, and Eric Trump, he's an incredible man. Um, if Eric Trump had said that, the media would have crucified him over that. Hunter Biden says it, and it gets buried. Kind of like the I had a prosecutor fired. Kind of like, uh, I mean, how many things is this uh, propaganda machine that we call the legacy media, how many times are they going to keep covering for the Biden administration? The answer is probably until we're all gone. You know, I, I, not, I, I, you know, not all gone as in um, Nicole Wallace saying that President Trump was talking about exterminating Latinos. Not that kind of gone. I'm just talking about, we're talking about a corporate media that they better wake up. Because I, 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 I got to go back. I got to go back about about 30 years here. OK, when I first joined the military, because there was a time there just so we can get this out there on the record before it becomes a fucking political issue. OK, uh, early on there in the military, um, there was none of this racial bullshit. We all looked at each other like we're human fucking beings. Yeah. And there were the jokes that went on. And white people did talk to black people. We did use the N-word. And the black people turned around and looked right back at us and said, shut up, cracker. And right. it's okay for me right now to sit on this, this fucking platform and say that. But if I said the other word, we'd be banned and stricken and removed from every, every ability that I could fucking say. Well, it's because you're not that word. I'm okay because I said the C word, not the N word, but that was the constant ongoing joke. This issue is not at our level. This, it, this issue has know, become to our level. It started there. It just got way down here. Now go, go a ahead. lot of people don't understand why an oil and gas workers association would continue to talk about um, issues of race or issues uh, like abortion and the science, uh, the junk science that's used to justify abortion and to justify the murder of babies and how that relates to our oil and gas industry. You know, and then of course you go back to the science and then vaccine mandates and mask mandates. And we go to the science, the science, the science. A lot of people do not understand or don't have the energy or the inclination um, to see how all of it relates to our oil and gas jobs. That is my focus is our oil and gas jobs. 
Uh, but now that you look at this new Office of Environmental Justice and how they're trying to talk about, oh, well, minority communities are, you know, and uh, we hear people talk about how environmental justice is racial justice. There are a lot of people in our industry, in the oil and gas industry, who've never heard that sentence, who've never heard that people are uh, um, weaponizing these things to hurt our industry under the guise of you know, racism or racial justice. And that's what they use. Well, here, play, play this next clip, because this is this is honestly what the left thinks. OK, and this is Which just. Is Fucking scary. So ridiculous. It really fact, is fucking I think we, scary. We played a Joe Behar, uh, Joy Behar fucking um, Whatever. clip the last time you were on. Ma yeah, yeah, maybe. We probably did. Okay, but I, I know this may be a novel point, a, a novel idea for somebody who's, you know, a supporter of... <laughs> But there are people who are capable of being related and many things that I don't stand by that Trump mm -hmm. did. Trump has done things that are racist. I'm a black woman first. So always understand that. Mm -hmm. But I do say that I have many conservative values that I will talk to you about. And so if you look at your network you that you're standing behind. Yes. And when you look at your network that you're standing behind, you're saying that you look at Chris Cuomo. I feel like that's an oxymoron, a black Republican. You feel oh, like it's an oxymoron. I do. Why? Your friend right here is a Republican. We had She's this conversation. Tell, tell you do. You say you feel like it's an oxymoron that you're Catholic, but you also are pro-life. I, I don't understand either. No, you, you don't understand yourself then. You have you have this. I understand myself. Don't, I don't understand I, either of this. But it's not a personal conversation. Yeah. We're going, I don't like we're, I, we're I, having a personal ooh. conversation about, about CNN I, I don't and how black can get leads. And I don't understand Latino Republicans. Well, today this is not about me and it's not about you. It's about celebrating Corinne Jean Pierre. And I think we should we can agree on that. And we will be right back. <laughs> Holy shit. Wow. wow. That is a whole lot of uh, stuff to unpack. So uh, uh, one of the women in this country um, that I think is just one of our our nation's treasures, uh, truly an icon, is Dr. Alveda King. Um, uh, truly conservative, opposed yeah, to abortion. Amazing. And yeah. she, uh, she is just a national treasure. I cannot say enough nice things about Dr. Alveda King. Um, uh, we had the honor one day. I just I shared a story of hers under our small Facebook page. She came over and liked it. And I was I was so uh, honored that I made a whole post about it on the Facebook page. I was like, let me just tell you how cool this is. <laughs> OK, so a lot of people don't understand black Republicans. Um, why would they not be Republicans? It's a very racist thing to say, well, black people shouldn't be Republicans. Why? Uh, uh, because Republicans believe in conservative family values. Are you saying that black people don't uh, believe in strong family values? Um, Republicans, um, by and large, believe in God. Are you saying that, that black people don't believe in God? Republicans are, by and large, against abortion are you saying that black people can't be against abortion because uh, and then of course we go back to this week's uh um leaked uh draft memo uh talking about the uh, overturning roe v wade well um a lot of democrats have been told that it's republicans who hate black people but let's go back to the racist eugenicist co-founder of uh planned parenthood which um her name was margaret sanger and her goal was to exterminate negroes like weeds Yep. He wanted to exterminate the Negro population. So I guarantee you um, that the only oxymoron would be a Democrat who, well, I don't even know how to phrase that. Um, but people of all colors are waking up. People of all socioeconomic statuses 
are waking up. People of all previous party affiliations are going, you know what? I'm going to vote on the issues. And this is how this candidate lines up. Look at my friend Jackson Lawmeyer, who, who's running against James Langford in Oklahoma. Um, and I get to, I, in fact, I talked with him just today. Look, Pastor Jackson Lawmeyer is one of the best people that I've ever met who's worked in politics. Uh, outside of the politics, he's an incredible guy too. So, and that's that's a rare thing. Um, it's kind of like uh, Kevin Sparks who ran for Texas Senate here in Midland uh, and he was elected. He had President Trump's endorsement. Let me tell you what, President Trump got that one right because that whole Sparks family is, they're just truly some of the best people um, I've ever met. And that's rare to find in politics. Um, well, uh, this is, this is interesting. So go, going back to um, the, the whole black and abortion thing. Oh yeah, let's talk about that. There's a there's a black man named George Saab who lives at 537 uh, South Briar Terrace in Atlanta. And I know this because he gives out my phone number as his own all the time. Okay. And I've had, I've had real estate agents contact. That's how I know his address. I've had real estate agents contact me to ask him to, you know, sell his house to them, probably BlackRock. Um, and, uh, and I know he's a black male because I always get these text messages right around election time from the black male voter project and this, that, and the other, right? I mean, my phone blows up. His name is George Saab, S-A-A-B. He's even given my phone number out like at a bar. We were at Disney one time and this bitch called me and she was like, oh, I'm the girl with the blue hair at the end of the bar. And I'm like, well, you got scammed, lady, because I'm in Disney with my kids. This is before Disney went all fucking crazy woke. But anyway. So I get this text message this morning or this afternoon. Okay. And it says, this is Reginald with the black male voter project. Supreme court opinion leaked will snatch away the right of women to decide what they do with their own bodies and hand that power to politicians. Please tell us, do you stand with women? Yes or no? No kidding. That's the text message I got. And I said, I stand for life. Abortion is not birth control. There are many other options a woman can choose to free her body without murdering her child. And what about the babies? Aren't some of them women? Do they not count? Then I said, and Reginald, since you're a black male, you've never felt a life grow and move inside you. Men can't actually get pregnant regardless of what the news tells you. So you have no right to say anything on this subject. You should be ashamed of yourself. Isn't it weird that the people who say no, no uterus, no opinion are sending out surveys to black men? Is that what you said? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's so weird. So apparently they do want their opinion. Yeah. Um, they do want our opinion. They certainly want our tax dollars to pay for it. And uh, um, I'm pretty sure that anywhere my money's involved, I've got an opinion about it. I don't care whether you want to hear it or not. And since you're the tolerant left, you should listen to it. Yesterday, um, I was talking about this guy's house I went to. And when I pulled up, I'm going to work on his garage door and he told me what the problem was. I went to fixing it and he goes, uh, he sits out in the garage with me. And, uh, I knew that this guy was a liberal the second I pulled up because I saw a great big Stacey Abrams sign in his front yard. Something you might want to realize. Right Talk quick. about massive inflation. Okay. This is in, you know, not rural Georgia, but it's close enough to being rural. And um, it's a neighborhood, a well up to do, well up to do neighborhood. And um, I'm sitting there, and I'm not even, I not even really talking to this guy. I'm got an earbud in. I'm working on his motor, and he goes, uh, "You're not really a talkative fellow for a vet and everything, you know." I, I was expecting you, you know, be a little bit more talkative. And I was just like, "Well," I was like, "Sir, uh, 
as much as I'd like to talk to you, I doubt you would be able to listen to anything I have to say. And he said, oh, oh yeah, what's that? And I was just like, well, that sign out in your yard says you're voting for Stacey Abrams. Like, oh, shit. I just put that out there, you know, so those other fucking people wouldn't fuck with my house. <laughs> I said, excuse me? He goes, I, I, I ain't voting for that fat bitch. Fuck her. Nope, nope, no, sir. No, sir. You won't catch me voting for her. I said, oh, okay, well, why do you have this sign in front of your house? Oh, well, uh, that's just to keep people from fucking with my shit. I mean, they'll pop my tires. They'll fucking cut up my yard. They'll do all sorts of shit to my house if I don't put that up. I was like, you have got to be fucking kidding me. We have gotten to this point where this guy has now become part of the, as we discussed last the night, silent the majority. silent majority. The silent the majority new is The silent shifted. majority is now blacks and Hispanics who are being harassed by their own people yes. to vote Democrats. Because yes. Generation and X. That sign is kind of like the um, uh, Passover. Yeah. Generation X used to be the silent majority. And Generation X was the ones that were always quiet about their political beliefs, but voted, normally voted, but they never said anything about it. Now Generation X is fucking loud and outspoken, and it's kind of shifted to the minority population that has become the silent majority. Do me a favor, play this next clip. This is awesome. You're going to love this. This is okay. this, this is a this is a white kid actually, but um, it's it's quite funny. Uh, and I I want to say he's at Georgia Southern that this happens. Yeah, that's. do serious justice with. and it's a strategy it's a strategy to, um, to pretend that like oh, all okay. um, especially when you look at the wealth numbers um, so you're not saying we're all individuals I never worked at Chick-fil-A I'm Jewish and I'm a member of the LGBT community and you're you're putting me in this group of people who supposedly work at Chick-fil-A you're an instructor here you teach a course and you subject students to this kind of hateful ass rhetoric and I think it is a damn shame that people go to this university and you subject them to that have you ever looked at your rate my professor reviews you subject people to negative rhetoric against white people when you don't know every white person that goes to this university you don't know anybody's struggle no, You said that every suburban community in Georgia raises white supremacists. How can you possibly say that? You don't know what every white community in Georgia does. That is an extreme statement. That's an extreme statement. I live in one too, and I didn't have the typical heterosexual. Uh, no, I'm talking now. I did not have the same heterosexual experience that people in these communities had. So how can you generalize me into this stereotype when you don't know my experiences? So you just asked him a question. I was going to answer it, okay? I don't feel like he's answered my question well, so at all. I didn't even realize. Y'all yelled at me while I was trying to ask my question. Well, so you just ask one. Now let him answer it. He can answer it. When he's done, you can ask another one. That's all good. What a liberal bitch. Um, the appearance of niceness with like actual thought and concern. Like, um, and maybe I'm wrong in that, but I suspect people who um, grown up here and themselves kind of southern would agree that manners have a very complicated role in sustaining oppression. 
right? And we're not going to talk about that. And we're not going to talk about marriage as a tool to cover, like, I feel like inappropriate. There's nothing brave about coming to a room of people and saying things that they all agree with and that they're going to snap for when it's fucking wrong. There's What you say is wrong. You don't know everybody's experiences here. You don't. So how can you teach a class that is a prereq for some people to graduate, that is a requirement for some people to graduate, that they are subjected to taking, and you say such hateful ass stuff? Wow. Right? That dude wow. was hot. Yeah. There's certainly not an indoctrination going on in our universities, right? No, not at all. That's what they're claiming. Wow. Never mind uh, evidence to the contrary, like Hunter Biden's laptop that shows that uh, uh, the Biden family uh, was working with Chinese oil and gas companies. And uh, yeah. uh, I mean, who else? Uh, OK, so let's talk about that. Um, so that assumption, isn't it weird that every time there's a, a story uh, about a law enforcement officer who has had to discharge his or her weapon? Automatically, he's white. It's yep. the white police officer. Um, and the, the black victim, right? But then if it's ever turned around, well, it's um, a, a man, you know, um, shot a um, law enforcement officer. No further information is available. Uh, yep. Let me tell you what, the only way to get CNN or somebody like that sometimes to run a sensational story on loop would be if it was, you know, uh, um, an, uh, an F-250 driving, two-pack-a-day smoking, alcoholic, Confederate flag waving, oil and gas working, a sixth-generation Trump-supporting white Southern male who um, uh, shot up a, uh, a non-denominational church of black transgender lesbians on Ramadan with an AK-47 or something like that, and CNN would run it on loop. Yeah. A uh, fly through. Yes, that is a professor at Georgia Southern. Apparently, that is disgusting. I, ugh, ugh. I'm assuming well, it's Georgia Southern because he said Southern, and I I think it's Georgia Southern, but it's definitely somewhere in Georgia because he's talking about yeah Georgia right. community. So that's yeah. a fucking holy shit. So um, well, either way, we've got to run though. Yeah, uh, we're, we appreciate we're appreciate y'all having me on. Thanks for your patience. During now this is kick ass, ass, Matt. Yeah, we appreciate it. Uh, so again, tomorrow night, seven forty five. We're going to be on with uh, True Spiracy as yes. we start because we got 2,000 mir Mules yes. premiering the internet version of awesome. Martin. We've already got it. We're going to run it. Uh, so join us well, uh, if we'll you'd be, like. We'll be playing it live because we don't get the file until like we paid for it. Um, and, and then, you know, we'll, we'll get to watch it. And so basically we'll just share our screen. So we'll play it on, on yep. the, the broadcast starting at 8 PM. It goes for an hour and a half. So, um, and then we'll, we'll talk a little bit about it afterwards, I'm sure. So, uh, we'll start at 7:45 tomorrow. And again, it will only be live. I will take down the broadcast as soon as it's done, at least until Dinesh releases it for free, which I hear is going to be pretty soon. Um, so once he releases it on Rumble for free, then I'll put the, the show back up. But if you guys want to watch 2000 Mules uh, tomorrow night, starting at 7.45 on, it will not be on, well, as far as I know, I, you know, I'll have to talk to Josh because they start a little bit later. So maybe we can put it on Red Pills tomorrow. We'll see. We'll, we'll um, give it our best. But it'll definitely be on Rumble, Clout Hub, DLive, and Twitch. Um, so make make sure you join uh, tomorrow. 7.45 movie starts at 8 p.m. to watch 2,000 Mules. And then True Spiracy, uh, the following week, BT Wallace will be about the Vril. Um, and... Uh, 
I'm, I've been doing, you know, I know all about the Vril Society, but I've been reading some other things about the Vril. I went down some other rabbit holes, so that's going to be a lot of fun. And then the week after that, we have Charlie Robinson from Macroaggressions on to talk about uh, the Fourth Reich, the Fourth Industrial Revolution, uh, and Klaus Schwab, which I just got a video and we'll play it on Monday um, that, uh, you know, I heard yesterday that they pushed up the 2030 agenda. Yes. Yeah. Now I have the, now I have the source for that. Now okay. I have the proof. Good. So um, they're, they are, they're pushing up the 2030 uh, vaccinate the entire world agenda. So it's, it's coming. Um, we'll do. Man, you guys do a lot of work. I appreciate y'all having me. <laughs> we go six days a week now. So we're Monday through Friday. It's from 6 PM to 8 15-ish uh, for the news. And then we do Saturday Chewspiracy, normally at nine, but tomorrow it's going to start early because of 2,000 meals. So that's uh, that's always a blast. So that yeah, awesome. it's fun. And so we, we appreciate y'all helping us, giving us you know a little airtime, um, helping us grow Oil and Gas Workers Association. Want everybody to visit us at OGWAUSA.com. There you go. Excellent. OGWAUSA.com. And what's your Facebook page? We're not on Facebook because yeah. uh, we got dot com slash OGWAUSA. Our Instagram is there as well. Um, we'd love for everybody, like millions of people to follow us and um, we'll start putting out some content. Um, uh, we're just growing those. But if all of a sudden you inundate those Facebook and Instagram pages, we're going to be like, heck, this came from uh, Patriot Podcast. Like yeah. these people are actually paying attention. They actually support American oil and gas workers. And like, we will put on a show for you and tell you about all the news and how this entire Biden administration is screwing over, not just every American oil and gas worker, but you as well. There oh, yeah. you go. All right. So go check them out, folks. We will, uh, we'll be back tomorrow night. Yep. Uh, we will see you later for the Mick. Yeah. And be Lynn. We will talk to you later. Thanks folks. Have a good night. Thanks for listening.
This is treason. Where is he? Officer, I can't breathe. I can't even. I'm Nick Searcy. On January 6, 2021, I went to Washington, D.C., along with multitudes of other Americans because we believed that the election was stolen. I saw with my own eyes what happened that day. And what they show you on the media doesn't tell half the story. Here's the Capitol and here's people going in there. They didn't show all of this out here. I saw people of all colors, races, creeds, Asian Americans for Trump, blacks for Trump. I even saw a guy wearing a shirt that said fags for Trump. And since I'm from California, I knew that guy. We're from Iowa. Nashville, Tennessee. And I'm here standing with my fellow patriots. We all standing for America. Despite what the media tells you, boots on ground definitely say something different. There is a sea of nothing but red, white, and blue patriots. These are damn working people right here. They want their country back. We're marching for the Constitution. We're not, it ain't really about Trump, it's about us now. They're, they're attacking us and we're tired of it. We had a foreign attack and they had domestic support. This is about individual liberty. We don't believe the media. We don't believe you. We don't, we have no faith in our institutions. The FBI is now being sent out by Joe Biden to punish people. We're at war. They're hunting down Trump supporters like dogs. You say that again, we're at war. 147 days since my wife was murdered, executed. The FBI, you have a federal search warrant for the property. Come out with your I step out, I have red dots all over my chest. They broke the door down. Put your hands up, hands up, put your hands on the wall, hands up. I was in jail for four straight days. I, I kept banging on the door saying, I have never had a phone call. The sixth was all deception. The level of sophistication and tactic is immense. Oh, I recognize you from Portland. I've seen people from Portland here, Antifa. I was paid to pretend to protest. We need to come together as Americans again and remember why we started this country. An insurrection without arms? What are they talking about? And why are they lying? So as you just saw, folks, capital punishment, uh, we've been talking about it for a while now. You can see down at the bottom of the screen, you can go to uh, hisglory.tv and use the promo code DEFIANT and you can get your copy. <clears throat> get your copy today and I can't. Uh, <laughs> having a, having a, a rough time choke. there. <clears throat>